If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Consider this a late-night journey to Burnertown, USA. Welcome in the beginning. Of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. The calm before the storm. Kind of. Uh, Cleveland and Golden State. You you might have heard about this NBA Finals Part 4. And I looked it up, and according to the internet, the Cavaliers and Warriors playing four years in a row, reaching fast and furious levels in terms of sequels. They keep going every year. They can't get someone else. But I would like to thank one NBA team in particular, because we're going to try to drum up some kind of angle. Some some reasonable angle for the NBA Finals. We're going to try to do that uh, to begin the festivities here on this Ben Maller show. But we don't have to do that. We would like to thank the Sixers for the story of the day. 
Now, maybe you haven't been listening. You've been out of the loop there. You've uh, had amnesia for a while there. You've forgotten about everything. You've come to the right place, right? Haven't been paying attention. Philadelphia announced that they had extended head coach Brett Brown's contract. Now, is that the story of the day? Hell no, that is not the story of the day. Do we care about Brett Brown? Absolutely not. Now, I will say that's good news for the Celtics. It's good news for all the other teams in the Eastern Conference because Brett Brown was outcoached. If there is such a thing in the NBA, coaches do very little, but Brett Brown was schooled in that series in particular against Boston. But that's a different conversation. Shortly after Brett Brown was announced that he was getting an extension in Philadelphia, a report came out from the fledgling website The Ringer. Uh, Who the hell's reading that? Uh, But maybe we will now after this, right? So the report came out from The Ringer, and it alleged some very tawdry activity in the city of brotherly love, and it involved the Sixers general manager, Brian Colangelo. Now, what was Brian Colangelo doing? Was it hookers and cocaine? No. In the internet age, what he did is worse than hookers and cocaine. He was using the allegation, fake Twitter accounts to criticize former and current players and colleagues around the NBA. Blasphemy, I say. Oh, this is extra juicy. This is this is the all-you-can-eat buffet is what it is. Great. Now, we are told that Colangelo, who technically is the Sixers president of basketball operations, had been operating not one, not two, not three, not four. How about five burner accounts on Twitter? Five of them. He must listen to some of our game shows. He chose the number five. Right? And it gets even better, right? The Ringer, in researching this story, they went back and archived the tweets before he blocked or made the accounts private so you can go look. There's, there's one account that's not private. Colangelo hit all corners of the NBA. He criticized NBA players, including Joel Embiid, Jaleel Okafor, Nerlens Noel, all guys that did time or do time in Philadelphia. He said of Joel Embiid, in one particular game, that he was playing like a toddler having tantrums. That for a hot take. Uh, I think I might have said the same thing. Uh, of Nerlens Noel, the burner account claimed that he is a selfish punk and that Brett Brown wanted Nerlens Noel gone. Bad for the locker room. This is for the burner account. But wait, there's more. How about Jaleel Okafor? He revealed the burner account for Brian Colangelo that Okafor had failed the physical, and that there was a trade that had been completed, but the trade was voided because of a failed physical. Information that had not been made available for public consumption. Now, he also publicly would spar with random bloggers, regular people like you and me, about different strategy, coaching moves, and he critiqued. Very strongly, Sam Hinkie, the former GM who's got deity-like status in Philadelphia. I, I, there's so much here. It's it, it's a deep dive. Uh, he attacked the Toronto Raptors president of basketball operations, Masai Ujiri, unloading on the Raptors executive, saying that Ujiri is, quote, untouchable 
because he's the master of self-promotion. This is good, man. Who had made himself into a cultural icon in Toronto. This is from the burner account of the Sixers executive. He said that running the Raptors, Masai Ujiri, had been a trust fund baby. And that he made lateral moves. And he said any other GM would be torched. But because of that campaign, that self-promotion, he's gotten a free pass. Now, he also unloaded. This is amazing. This is really good. He unloaded on Sam Hinkie. He said, I have no respect for Hinkie's martyrdom. I agree with him on that. I agree with his burner account. I hope this is uh, Michelangelo. My God. Uh, he said of Sam Hinkie, the martyrdom, he said it's orchestrated by, by Hinkie himself behind the curtains via all the bloggers that he's cultivated with least. Well, that is, that's what I've heard, too, that Sam Hinkie is uh, very, very good friends with many of the basketball bloggers, the prominent basketball bloggers. He knows which ones he has to butter up that will f- just fall all over. I mean, I can go on and on here that he, he telegraphed the, the trade before the draft last year with Boston to get the number one pick, Markel Fultz. How'd that work out? He disclosed medical information on these burner accounts about Jaleel Okafor, gossip about Joel Embiid. Go on and on. He ripped Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade. He ripped them as well. Uh, said they were rude and nasty to a little kid at the Beijing Olympics. Don't! Uh, he... <laughs> He also t- defended Brian, the, the burner account defended Brian Colangelo. Are you, are you keeping track of all this? So the Brian Colangelo burner account defended Brian Colangelo and someone that took a shot at him <laughs> saying to this person, shame on you, big fat liar, I hope your TV breaks tonight, was what he told the person that took a shot at Brian Colangelo. He also defended his wardrobe. Fans were taking shots at Colangelo's big collar uh, on his shirt. Uh, now, after the report came out, the Sixers, this is where it gets even better. Right? We advanced the story here. The Sixers admitted that at least one of the accounts is indeed a Brian Colangelo account. However, Colangelo, with the heat getting cranked up, denying that he's responsible for the tweets. I was shocked by that. Even went as far as to contact Joel Embiid to say, it wasn't me. Hey, it wasn't me. All right, so let's discuss here. The question, what are the chances that Brian Colangelo loses his high-paying gig in Philadelphia, that he's out because of this? Now, I'm going to set the odds on this. I'm going to go high. I'm going to go 70%. I think there's a, a pretty good chance that he's whacked because of this. The thing that Colangelo has going for him at this point, is plausible deniability and the name Colangelo, which, you know, because of his daddy and the roots with the Phoenix Suns organization all those years, that is a very important name in NBA circles. So that helps him out. But my thoughts on this, you've got the snitch, the pandemic, and press your luck, right? Or press his luck in this case. And we'll tie all this together. A, my initial knee-jerk reaction when I heard about the burn, baby burn story. I loved it. That was my initial reaction. Uh, and then right after that, uh, this is clearly someone out to get Brian Colangelo. I, I felt the same way about this. Now, it's obviously a diff- much different story. It's much, uh, you know, it's a lot more fun, uh, right, than the story about the Lions coach where they, uh, they, 
reporter for a newspaper in Detroit uh, uncovered some some dirt about Matt Patricia from the 90s, right? The mid 90s or whatever it was and that you know the only way that would have come out was if somebody had a you know thing try to undercut someone and and this is a personal vendetta. This Brian Colangelo story uh, that's the only way something like this would get out. Someone in the inner circle, someone who's connected to the Sixers, who knows Brian Colangelo, has some bad blood here and decide, you know what, I don't like this guy. I'm going to ruin him. I'm going to become a snitch, and I'm going to out this guy because he's been going around Twitter and he's been doing this kind of stuff. So I have two working theories on this. All right, number one, whoever did this believes that they will get Colangelo's job and that this was someone who's trying to weasel their way in and replace him. Number two, this is being orchestrated by outside parties with knowledge of the situation. Could this be a plot by Sam Hinkey to try to get his job back in Philadelphia? Now, another option uh, was mentioned to me in the hallways here at Fox Sports Radio. This might be a uh, some kind of scorned mistress uh, that's trying to get back at Colangelo. But, but the main two are... Someone who works for the team or someone that used to work for the team but has to have knowledge, intricate knowledge of what was going on there. And, you know, this is enough. Could it be to remove Colangelo's? One of the other theories is that David Griffin is in line if Colangelo, Brian Colangelo, is out in Philadelphia. David Griffin is a toady for LeBron and the LeBron camp, the uh, LeBron sycophant. Uh, he could come to Philadelphia. Rich Paul, who's Ben Simmons' agent and also LeBron James agent, uh, there's a connection there. Now, remember, the the second part of this, there's only about 7% of Americans that are actually on Twitter, and of those, I would say about 40% are Russian bots, you know, and then you've got some other people. Uh, So it's the microblogging website, which we use a lot on this show. We have a lot of interaction on Twitter. We we find it tremendous. It's, It's a good tool for us on the show a lot of people are driving or they're they're trying to sleep. They don't want to stay on hold, so they interact with us. It's great for that. It's wonderful. Um, but let's also know that, that Twitter is polluted with a high level of people that have prominent jobs in the sports world that have burner accounts. And we only know of a few. We know Kevin Durant has at least one, probably like seven or eight of them, our friend Skip Bayless got burned on this a couple of years ago. Uh, now we've got Brian Colangelo on the list. It is a pandemic. I'm telling you, this is a pandemic here uh, of of high-profile people. Coach K, I, I bet you he's got one at Duke. Big-time sports people. Coach K's got one. He's snooping around on Twitter. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Greg Popovich right now is on a burner account ripping Donald Trump. Would that surprise you at all? Uh, there's a bunch of people. Right? They, they think they can hide with the anonymity of the Internet. They can hide behind uh, their phones and their computers and all that, that they're invisible and that they don't have to worry about any of that. Now, we, we, I did learn as a kid when I was watching a Scooby-Doo, I learned a valuable lesson about, about all this, that, that Brian Colangelo would have gotten away with it if it weren't for the meddling kids who clearly have an axe to grind uh, with him. Now, the final thing on this, and we'll take some phone calls, this particular report about the burner account for the Sixers executive had so much detail. How much detail did it have? It, it had so much detail 
that you'd really have to be extra gullible to think that this was not true. In fact, we mentioned the Sixers admitted that they got caught with one of the burner accounts. They're denying the other accounts, but they're all over the place. This story's got legs, at least for the next day and a half or so, till game one of the NBA Finals. This is Wednesday here, our Wednesday show. So Thursday night is game one of the NBA Finals. Up until game one, this story is going to be the the top story that's discussed. So it depends. It depends how far does Joel Embiid and the others that were named want to go. Colangelo's actually okay with most of this because we assume it's him. right? Public criticism, while it looks bad and it's supposedly below your stature, your position, the problem for Brian Colangelo is that he – appears to have dished out undisclosed medical information, which is a fireable offense. What a mashugana. I mean, what the hell was he thinking here? Uh, you know, you, could, you can go to a certain point, but then he crossed the line. And so now the question is, will Brian Colangelo press his luck and double down that it wasn't him? Uh, now, I think that when you sign up for a Twitter account, You've got to give a cell phone number. I think they make you do that these days. So there's, you, know, you could have gotten a phone at Walmart that lasted 20. That would that'd be going to the extreme to get a burner phone for 24 hours. Anyway, it is the Ben Mather Show on Fox. We say hello to Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Judas Garcia. If only Roseanne had a uh, burner account. Uh, yes. How about how about that though? This is great about the, the Roseanne thing because not only is Roseanne out, but now Bill Maher. There's a there's a grounds we'll get rid of Bill Maher because it's got to go in twos, right? You can't get a, rid of one. You got to get rid of two. Well, I know they tried to get rid of him maybe a year or two ago yeah. when he used the N word on his show when he was talking about uh, what kind of slave he would be. Yeah. Uh, what What did he do now? I didn't. I didn't hear the news on Bill Maher. Well, he had made similar comments that Roseanne made about someone else, but it was uh-huh. uh, people were going back through the archives. Uh, and Bill see. Maher had said, "Well, you fired Roseanne, so now Bill Maher's got to lose his job." So eventually, it's the eye for an eye. No one will be left, right? And there'll be no annoying television personalities left. They'll all be gone. They'll all be gone. We because we got to settle scores is what we got to do. Yeah. Everyone will be gone. Oh, remember we were talking about when Roseanne came back and how that kind of became news for a little while. Yeah. That all those actors who hadn't been employed for so long were like, oh my God, they're bringing the show back. I'm going to have a career again. Yeah. Ah, forget about that. Well, That's this is actually it. better, though, for Roseanne, right? This is better for her. She can, you know, play this up and all that. And then, you know, I she... don't know that it's better for Roseanne. Oh, she's an old woman. What is she at this point? Well, she had a hit show. She was making a lot of money. Yeah, she's fine. I'm sure she saved her money back in the day. She's got plenty. I hope so. Is she living in Hawaii, isn't that where she lives? She's got uh, I, I, tons I... of cash, I thought. She had a. She was at one point. I don't know if she is anymore. I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not keeping up on where Roseanne is uh, hanging out these days. Yeah, I'm guessing that she's not too concerned, uh, or else she wouldn't have uh, gone on the rant that she went on. How about that? If or, she was, that she's just really stupid. If she was that concerned. She wouldn't have hit the uh, send button. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, I don't man. know. I I think that's. Uh, I think she's got some uh, some Twitter uh, remorse right now. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think she's got any. But hey, who knows? Who? Who? Who the hell knows? Yeah, Roseanne lives on a forty-six acre macadamia nut farm on the Big she, Island. Big Island. Yep. Ooh, Ooh. it's still there yeah. with the uh, volcano. Uh, it's only a small part of the Big Island covered in lava. <laughs> roasted nuts. Yeah, it could be. Well, she had her nuts <laughs> roasted, so yeah. why not? All right. Anyway, it is the the Ben Maller show. We'll take your calls if you would like to be part. 
Uh, how many burner accounts do you have? I think we all need to know how many burner accounts you have. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. And can we call this one a promising NBA career cut short? Or is it cut short? We'll get to that. We'll do it. Almost all talk shows sound the same after a while. Think of us as a sports talk oasis from the mundane. The Ben Maller Show Facebook page is our own unique meeting place with over 2 billion of our closest friends, most of whom ignore us. Please take a second to like our page. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. A promising NBA career cut short, or is it? We will get to that coming up momentarily. The Maller Militia, some call it. The Maller Marshmallows, very active here. A uh, lot to say. Uh, many people trying to find my burner account, trying to find out uh, where it is, where I'm where I'm at. Uh, I have some other Twitter accounts that I got for the show, but I don't use them. But they're not burner accounts because my name's in them. I just have never used them. I think I uh, one I tweeted a, you know, years ago, maybe two of them, but uh, I've never. They're they're just. Uh, I don't even know if I know the password anymore. <laughs> I don't even know if I, I have the password for. Them. Uh, let's see. Can't uh, read that on the air. All right. So uh, now earlier, Ernie in Michigan, our guy Ernie in Michigan, uh, he he was trying to come up with my burner account, what name I would have as a burner account, and he had a bunch of suggestions here. i gotta, I got to bring this up because i got a bunch of people that are chiming in. Uh, he said that the, the options are, number one, Bella's Dad 1 would be my burner account. Dr. Garlic. Now that I like. I'm a doctor. Captain Condor uh, as a possibility. <laughs> and then he had... Bill Shat sixty nine. I don't know why. I don't know why that would be. I don't know why that would be on the list. I have no idea. And as of right now, with sixty three percent of the vote, Bill Shat sixty nine is the winner as my burner account name. Wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. So I gotta get on that. I should. Wouldn't that be fun? Like I should. See, it's tough though to juggle because I could. I got the main account. So then, what's the movie? I got to be like uh, Bayless, right? You tweet something out, and then you right away, boy, that's great, Ben. I'll be listening, something like that. You know, one of those deals. Isn't that how it works? Or you go after somebody that you've always wanted to take on. Yeah, but so. Ben doesn't need a burner account to go after someone. <laughs> yeah, right? that's true. I usually just do it on my main yeah. account. Yeah. That's why I'm blocked. Shout out in Damakon Sue. Well, the boy what if you Sue. wanted? What if you wanted to use language though that you know didn't oh, represent yeah. the company oh, oh, well? Yeah, that's a good point. I want to end up like. Uh, these celebrities that get fired. So, uh, Elena, Can you imagine losing what? your job over a damn tweet? My God. Yeah, there's a list of people that have done it. I know, yeah. but it's so stupid. Like, at what point do you think Roseanne realized that's it? I'm done. Like, you know, racist. About ten minutes later. I would minutes say later. less than ten minutes later. Yeah. yeah. It's a uh, viral sensation. Elena writes in says the good people of Merriam-Webster must listen to the Ben Maller show for content. He is ahead of the curve. And the word of the day, Eddie. Yes. According to Elena, flummox. That, oh, you've had Laurel. Yeah, yeah, you've I had have, that one before. I have, well, no, I've used flummox. Yeah, darn and it. Once make... a week I use flummox. It's a great word. You know, I heard a word 
on the radio, and I said, I've got to, no, no. I've got to let Ben my, know about that word. My favorite two and words I right didn't now. Didn't write it down. My favorite two words right now are flummoxed and boondoggle. Those are my oh, two top words. Strong. Boondoggle is yeah. a good word. It's a solid word. We need to use boondoggle more. That's what we need to do. Uh, uh, here's uh, Steph writes in. Uh, it's the Steph owns Braun account. Says that Bob Melvin casually admitted to having a burner account a couple years ago. I'm telling you, this is a pandemic in sp- all. Um, so many people have these burner accounts. Huh? High-level people. Uh, Ryan says the fine fellow of the marshmallow. <laughs> it's, uh, that's the. Would that be another nickname? That could be nickname number forty-two. Yeah, I'm, I've heard that Chatner is tweeting about the show again. Oh boy. I don't know all the details, but several people. I I can give you an update uh, a little later. We'll get an update later in the show, but uh, yes, yeah, some. I, I I looked every once in a while. I go, I get bored, and I want to, you know, I want my ego stroke. So I was, oh, who's talking about me on the internet? So I go to my notifications, and a bunch of Trekkies. I got a bunch of Trekkies that were sending me messages. So I thought, well, the Shatner must be up to something. You know, people that don't know, don't follow me, they don't listen to the show, they're not like us. And uh, they were going on and on. Anyway, we'll press on. Promising NBA career cut short or not. And dribble, dribble. We'll get to all that from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. But right now, Eddie Garcia will give you the latest. Eddie? Well, Ben, of course, the NBA Finals not going to get underway until Thursday as the Warriors will host the Cavaliers in Game 1 in Oakland. Four straight year, they're meeting in the NBA Final. There is some injury news involving both teams, but still... Not very clear right now is the status of Kevin Love for the Cavs and Andre Iguodala for the Warriors. Love remains in the concussion protocol and is questionable. Same thing for Iguodala with a bone bruise in his leg. In baseball, we had the Braves walking off with a 7-6 win over the Mets. Atlanta's lead in the NL East is at a half game on Washington as the Nationals beat the Orioles 3-2. Bryce Harper hit his 17th home run of the season. Ten innings for the Yankees to walk off with a 6-5 win over the Astros. Gleyber Torres with the walk-off single. Houston's Blows a one-game lead on Seattle for did the, the AL West have lead. Five errors in that game? Is that right? I they missed that won. if they did. I thought they did. I thought they had. I was watching the game and they made a. It seemed like they were making errors. Yeah, they had five errors in that game. That's a lot. And I, I That's did too pick, many. I picked the Astros, but I'm uh, not. Charlie Morton I'm not upset. I'm not upset yeah. that I lost. See, that's the great thing. When you bet on the Astros, if you lose, you don't feel that upset. Oh, I see what you're doing yeah. there. You yeah. feel pretty good. So the Astros, though, did lose, uh, but so did the Mariners. Uh, nine you know, the Rockets, the, Rangers. the Rockets also lost Game 7 at home. They had a 15-point lead. I heard that. Yeah. I heard that. I think I actually might have mentioned that on the air. But uh, the Astros still have that one-game lead on Seattle for the AOS lead. This report is brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And Ben, uh, we've talked a lot about the Philadelphia 76ers on the show so far. They also made a little bit of news uh, today with the uh, reported contract extension to head coach Brett Brown. Three-year contract extension. Uh, still had one year left on his deal as uh, he has been the head coach of the Sixers as they've gone from 10 wins two years ago to 52 wins this season and in the playoffs the first time since 2012. All right, very good. Thank you for that. It is the Ben Maller Show. We're coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So a promising NBA career cut short. We take you now to the gossip pages of the New York Post where they are reporting that 
NBA star. Well, let me, let me see if you can guess here. Hold on a second. I don't think you guys know this yet. Maybe not. All right. Uh, which NBA star is said to be dating Kendall Jenner? Now, Kendall, <gasps> Kendall Jenner, who is a, a part of the Kardashian clan. Right? How many of them are there? They keep they, popping They're up. like gremlins. They keep, yeah, yeah uh, they just avoid the water. All right, so anyway, so Kendall Jenner, who used to date Blake Griffin, but when he left the Clippers, he was no longer cool. He was no longer hip, so she got rid of him. Like he's old news. Who could have saw that coming? Yeah, unbelievable. So she's now dating another NBA star, according to the tabloids, which is generally the kiss of death. Right, we, this is uh, you know touched by the plague. You want to take a guess? Go ahead. Very prominent NBA star, someone we've talked about a fair amount on the show. Can we get a hint? Yeah, he's a I basketball mean, player. That's a pretty he's tall. That's, that's a pretty big list, Ben. He's a tall basketball player. Well, Spud Webb's out then. Gee. Oh my God, Eddie! Oh yeah. Come on, give us a clue. I gave you a clue. It's that's not enough of a clue. His team was in the playoffs. How about that? All right, that? that's All right. better. All right, that's better. All right. I'm gonna go Capella from the Rockets. Clint oh, Capella, not a big Clint enough star, Eddie. <laughs> Come on. She's well, gonna make him an even bigger star, okay. Eddie. Well, that could be true. But uh, see, that's a no. good guess. At least that's no, not gave. a good guess. Well, it's a better guess than Spud Webb, who's no, like seventy. I, I said Spud Webb is right? not available because I mean, you said it was Spud a tall basketball player. Father Kendall right. Jenner. My All God. Right. It's Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid. All right, that's not bad. That's, see, that's good. I liked it. Joel Embiid, known for uh, flirtation with the lovely starlets on the internet. Uh, Kubaloo. I'm going to go with Chandler Parsons. Chandler oh. Parsons. <laughs> yeah. Is there a big. Bigger... how can you not take this seriously? Sure. Come on. Well, Chandler well, Parsons. I'm being serious. Name, he, he is much better with the ladies than he is at yeah, basketball. He's dated Chandler everyone. Parsons. Yeah, he's gotten around a little bit. He's a male whore. But who got to know about what? the Jenner and Kardashian family? Though. Oh, oh, you're right. Oh, yeah, my. Oh, wow. He's not the right. Yeah. Huge. What are you saying, Danny? He doesn't have the right background. What are you saying, Danny? I'm saying that they. Yeah. What are you saying, Roseanne? Go ahead, Roseanne. Hit what are you saying? Button, Danny. What are you saying? No, what are you button. saying? Oh, it's it's the, the truth. They all. I don't know what you're talking about. It's the truth. Hit the button They're on all yourself. basketball players. Even their mom is dating a brother. That's I need, how I need that button. Rolls. I need that right. button. There you go. It's, but it's <laughs> not. No, it's the truth. All right. All right. Stop. The answer is, uh, you were the closest, Eddie, because it's a teammate of Joel Embiid. Kendall Jenner is said to be dating Ben, ben Simmons. Simmons. Oh, ben no. Simmons. Oh, no. Now, did they start dating in the no. playoffs when he started sucking? <laughs> <laughs> this is not going to help his shooting percentage. Now, uh, they were spotted. Uh, Simmons was – remember that interview this week? At the TMZ caught up with Simmons at LAX. Well, one of the reasons he was in L.A. apparently was to go on a date at uh, Beverly Hills Hotel. That is such a cliche place to have a date in Los Angeles. Boy, don't I not? know it. Yeah. Yeah, I've hung out there before. Have you hung out there? Yeah, before? we had a Christmas party there. We did. We had that. And who was back uh, in the good old days? We had Christmas do you, parties. Do you, do you remember who was in the in the back bar at the Beverly Hills Hotel? Uh, I sat at a table with Jim Rome. That's all I well, know. No, I'm talking about not somebody that worked that Rome worked for a company at the time. Yeah, but I'm I know. talking about. Um, Oh, he's an old. What's his name? Now I'm thinking. Uh, old, oh what's boy. his name? Old white dude played. Uh, <laughs> oh, that no. Narrows it down. Die Hard. Uh, what am I? Racist. Th- what am I thinking of? The Die Hard franchise. Give me some names here. Bruce Willis. Okay. Oh my god. Yeah, Bruce Willis. What? It's a pretty. It's a pretty known person. Yeah, he's for you old to... now, though. Oh, I mean, you know, he's even old then. But uh, Kendall yeah, Jenner there. must not realize that Ben Simmons is is from Australia. She must not know that yet. Well, when he starts talking, doesn't she? <laughs> she 
pick up on that? That it's not uh, not the American a, does he dialect. Have an he doesn't have an He's accent. He's got a little. He's got a little. Twi- not not the oh. full. He got a little little twin. Yeah. Give me, give, he does not sound like find the a Aussie guy. Find a, find a soundbite of Ben Simmons in the system. Let's right. let's hear Ben Simmons. Well, this is it, man. The Sixers are doomed. This is good news for the Celtics also because Ben Simmons getting shacked up with a with a Kardashian spawn. Uh, man, oh man. They were spotted in Manhattan also. Big scandal there from page six. Big news here. Okay, I have a, a soundbite right. from him before he was cursed. All right, go ahead. It's been a blessing to be able to play in the NBA and had a full year where I haven't been hurt and, no, and had a healthy yeah. year. That's Australian. Um, Good yeah. There's no accent. That is Australian. Right there's, the there's a little <laughs> Australian in that. No, I can hear. No, I can tell. I am a trained listener. Style. I have better You're hearing than you guys. moron. I can tell that's an Australian accent. Please. <laughs> that's absolutely an Australian accent. So, well, good luck to those lovebirds. Ben Simmons, his career is now over. And uh, Kendall Jenner. What do they say? If Kendall Jenner tweets something out negative about a company, the stock price will go down, right? Isn't that the... the yeah, she's got remember what I told you? Companies, companies will give her $1 million per tweet. I get oh my a, God! I get a similar amount. What? I get a similar yeah. amount. Aren't you supposed to legally say it's an ad, though? If you're doing that in a tweet, don't you have to legally say that if you're getting compensated? No, nope. that's tweet? how Twitter's these, the wild that's west. How these man. girls make all that money on Instagram too? They tag the clothing lines. Well, we don't have a problem with that. We all we fully support the booty model industry on Instagram. We endorse that. We want these ladies to have food on their table and clothes in their closet. We need them to and be chunk in their trunk. Yes, absolutely. The badunka dunk. We need that. Absolutely correct. Yes. All right. It's uh, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Let's go now to the caller of the year on the Ben Maller Show. Back and better than ever, the unstoppable force of overnight radio. He's never threatened to sue me. He's never gone ballistic on a bender late at night and told me all about it. We welcome in boom, 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 boom. Real talk. There he is, ready to go. What's on your mind, Real Talk? What do you got for me tonight? Oh, man, it's crazy, man. I mean, Real Shatner's still running his body. You know, Ben, when I was running the college, you know what I'm saying, coming when I, you know, a couple of years ago when I started, man, it was, it was all war for warfare. There was barbarian killers everywhere, all the callers, you know what I'm saying? And I got, you know, Ben, now that I'm calling here, I'm back on top of my throne. Now I can focus on the most important thing, which is all the callers. And I got an interesting uh, scenario that I'm wondering. I want to know your opinion because we got these two dudes. We got my boy, Jason Ottawa, and we got homeboy, Justin, in Cincinnati, yeah, they've been snipping each other, sniffing each other's asses for the last two months, three months. I'm saying, what do you think one of them is going to grow a pair of balls, step to the other dude like I've always done to any caller talking smack about me, and say, come see me and come step to me in a verbal action? What do you think that's ever going to happen, yeah, Ben? Yeah. You think well, it's going to happen we, eventually? We need to make it happen. We need to have it happen. Now, mm-hmm, you, you bring mm-hmm. up a good point. And would you like to be the promoter here? You can be like one of the celebrity judges if we have oh, this you happen. Know, Cause, you know, I, oh, I mean, just, just not, not for nothing, but I am an undefeated verbal yeah, yeah. octagon champion. You didn't phrase it right because not only are you undefeated mm-hmm. and undisputed champion mm-hmm. of the world, real talk, but you are such an intimidator. You're such a cutthroat. 
the guys chicken out mm-hmm. when you are mm-hmm. supposed to fight them, and they <laughs> run away like little children. They're so afraid of you. You're the boogeyman is what you are. Dude, it's crazy. It's crazy. That's why I have to retire. I, I, I got to wait to eventually new callers show up that can that perk my interest. But right uh, now, I'm telling my boy Jesus, I know you ain't going to go out like that. Let Justin snap uh, right. on you. So who, There's nothing going on for the next 48 hours till Thursday night. I hope one of them <laughs> step up to the other one and see what this is about. You feel me, uh, Now, who, are you, who would you pick? And if you want to set the line on that, who would be the favorite in this international okay. octagon? Glad you asked, because I want to know your, you know, this is, if, if they fought right this very minute, like right now, I kind of feel like maybe Justin Cincinnati would do, because he's mad vicious if he wants to. But if you give my boy Jason from Ottawa 24 hours to think of some snaps and come out hard, yeah. I might put it on Jason. So it, it all depends. If it's yeah. right now, Justin. If it's tomorrow, Jason. Yeah. Real uh, talk. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Real Talk. That's great analysis, great fight analysis, the sweet it science. It actually kind of was. Yeah. I think no, he's pretty no, he's accurate. Right. Yeah, like Jason is Canadian nice. He is Canadian nice, <laughs> but he's got a dark side, right? He's got everyone's got two sides to him: the good and the nice side. Justin's just got a dark side to him, and I like that about him. But you know, in a match, I remember the, the greatest upset in the history of the Octagon was our our friend, the late Genie in Medford, and Tammy in Montana, and everyone just they <laughs> anointed. <laughs> That Jeannie and Medford was going to win. She's so what's his, a legend, all-time great caller, Jeannie and Medford. May she rest in peace. A legend on this show. No one will ever match as a, a caller, Jeannie and Medford. Right? They can they can reach uh, somewhat close, but it's very tough to get there. And everyone just gave it to her. And by the second round, Jeannie quit. Tammy won. Jeannie said no moss. Tammy Tammy won. Remember in the final round, Jeannie just said, "You talk too much." Yeah, that was, that was it. Just gave up. Yeah. All right, uh, thank you, Real yeah, Talk. I turned on, and it scared me. I'm all for the octagon. Justin and Cincy and Jason in Ottawa, they want to go at it. We'll get to Dribble Dribble, and here is the Who Am I game. This is where we pretend to be somebody else. I have missed at least five three-pointers in each of my last 19 NBA playoff games. Again, I've missed at least five three-pointers in each of my last 19 playoff games uh, going back in the day. Who am I? That's the question. The answer, next. On the Ben Maller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire, all things needed to survive the shady late-night characters. On Twitter, let your thoughts be heard by the masses under the cover of the microblogging website. Follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you could tweet at and follow me, Eddie Garcia. I'm at Eddie on Fox. Go, King Eddie. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. We'll have the MLB Pick'em Daily Fantasy coming up in a couple minutes. But first, the Who Am I game. I have missed at least five three-pointers in each of my last 19 NBA playoff games. Who am I? That's the question. What's the answer? Cardiac Stanley's going with Eric the Burner Turner. The happy bong toker checks in with Steve Schartz as the answer. Kobe Bryant from Mike from the LBC. Chuck the Condor, guessed by Gumby Dave. Ish Smith from Mr. Nice Guy. Uh, Let's see here. The Real Martin's going with Bill Cosby's pills is his answer. A lot of comedians out there. Uh, J.R. Smith from the Milkman in Colorado. John Goodman from Ibenson at the Quickie Mart in Orlando, Lafonso Ellis tossed out by Manny. Uh, Greg's going with 
the entire L.A. Clipper franchise as his answer. Auto parts from Harry Pothead. Matt got it right, the Warrior Raider A's fan. Do you have an answer there? And it's not Fat Lever, guessed by Mario. Oh, I love Lafayette Fat Lever. It's a good name. Uh, I'm going to go he with... He wasn't fat. I was always was confused not, no. when he played because he wasn't fat. Well, it was just, just a nickname. Yeah. Lafayette. Anyway, uh, Vern Fleming. That's another good name. Thank Indiana you. Pacer legend, Vern right. Fleming. Didn't look like a guy named Vern either. But uh, no, that is incorrect. You are wrong. The correct answer, James Harden of the Rockettes. Who? James Harden, no other player in NBA, check this out, no other player in NBA postseason history, we are told, has a streak like that. In fact, no one's had a streak longer than eight games in a row where they've missed five three-point shots, but James Harden, 19, 19 in a row for the Rockets. All right, let's get to it. Here we go. Let's do it right now. Yeah, you know what time it is. The MLB Pick'em Daily Fantasy Fun. Who's going first? That would be Danny G Radio. All right, Danny, you're on the clock. First pick. Go ahead. Make it good. Make it count. J.D. Martinez. All right. Red Sox playing a day game at Fenway. Uh, Eddie. Mookie Betts. All right. The Mook man is gone. Oh, look, I'm up. Uh, I will go with Anthony Rizzo of the Cubbies. Kubaloo. I'll go with Mike Trout and Bryce Harper. All right. You can have both those guys. Back to me. Uh, Give me Adam Jones of the Orioles. Eddie. Let's go with Aaron Judge. Danny G, who you got? Nolan Arenado. All right, one more. One more. One more. Take your time. Uh, How about Jose Altuve? All right, Eddie. Let's go with Evan Gaddis. I will take it's a good story. Trevor's story of the Colorado Rockies. And with the final pick, the Koopaloo. I'll go with the Mariners' Gene Segura. All right, there is the MLB Pick'em Daily Fantasy Fund. Listener Rebecca writes in. She says, Ben. How come you always talk about the NBA? Is it your favorite? Uh, she says, I love baseball, and I wouldn't mind hearing more about it. Perhaps it gets lower ratings. I'm just curious. Uh, she says, the Yankees had a great win uh, tonight. Well, Rebecca, the reason that we talk a lot of NBA this time of the year is because, I don't know if you know about this, but the playoffs are getting cranked up. The NBA finals of this week is kind of a big deal. Uh, but I, th- this is a show we'll, we'll go all over the place. We talked a lot about this dopey burner account, uh, but there's some other things. It's not just going to be an all-basketball, and uh, there's a couple things in baseball that have my my attention. I got a, I got people like complaining, oh, you're talking about basketball. What am I supposed to start and do a deep dive on the Tampa Bay Rays and their pitching rotation? What am I supposed to do here? Eh? Looking for a little California gold NFL style. Welcome in the beginning. Of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. We pause the basketball palooza and put down your burner account. Time to put that burner account down for a few minutes because we have 48 days until the start of training camp in the NFL. The first teams will start reporting in 48 days. Got a month and some change to go until the start of that. And one of the biggest personalities in the NFL is currently unemployed. And we must solve this national nightmare. Des Bryant 
Des Bryant, he is willing to catch passes for a team near you. Now, he campaigned to join the Giants. That didn't go so well. And then he said, I want to join any team in the NFC East that gets to play the Cowboys twice a year because I want a pound of flesh from Jerry Jones and the Cowboys and all those other teams. The Redskins and the Eagles said, uh, go pound sand. We don't want you. Well, Des Bryant has now changed his tune. I don't know if you have been following this. You might not have. It's not football season. It's kind of the downtime, right? Vacation season for a lot of people uh, in the NFL. When they they go to these mini camps, they go on vacation. Uh, So a fan on Instagram asked Des Bryant what team he wanted to go to. This likely happens every day. Someone will ask Des Bryant, what team do you want to play for? And typically, he either doesn't see these questions or he doesn't answer them. Well, surprisingly, this time he did respond to the fan who asked him which team he wanted to play for. Des Bryant answered one word, 49ers. And then, realizing what he had done, he hit the delete button. No, man, no, 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 not at all, not at all. No, you did. You hit the delete button, and then so that disappeared. But nothing can be acid washed from the internet, as politicians have learned here. You can't acid wash everything. So somebody took a screenshot. Voila! Here we are. Des Bryant admitting he wants to play for the 49ers. Let's discuss. Now, the question is really simple here, as it typically is. Should the Niners have mutual interest in Des Bryant? Now, he said he wanted to play there, at least somebody who was running his Instagram account, so we'll assume it was him. Why not? Should the Niners have interest in Des Bryant? Now, the answer is simple here. It's it's absolutely, right? Absolutely. My viewpoint on this, you've got middle of the road, value play, and vengeance. And we'll bind everything together. First of all, if you look at the NFC West, stacked division. We can all agree the Rams are the class of the division. It's their division. Uh, They're going to win it again. But the Niners are a legit wild card team if you project ahead as it stands right now. And they are being pegged, the 49ers, by some that claim to have more knowledge than you and I, as being one of those it teams in 2018. Uh, So here's the way I look at it, though. The the jury is still out on how good the Santa Clara 49ers are going to be. Now, many have become true believers in the Jimmy G dogma that has been tossed around. However, remember, it's a very small sample size. And let's not pretend like the, the you know, look at the 49ers here that, that they have elite talent at the receiver position. That's why it makes sense. I, and Des Bryant, whoever runs the Instagram page for Des Bryant, clearly looked at some depth charts here and realized, well, that's a team that's supposed to be pretty good by the Bay, but they don't have great names at the receiver position. You look at their depth chart, you've got the top receivers in Northern California for the for the Niners are Pierre Garçon who's been around for 17,000 years, and Marquise Goodwin. Those are the starters. Now, following those guys, you've got a mixture of mostly unproven, untested receivers who are behind those two as far as the the backup. So Des Bryant would bring credibility. He would bring a star, and he'd bring someone who's got a great hunger. Those are all good qualities to have. Those are all qualities that – You'd take, you'd want. Now, the second part of this, in the big picture, if you look at this and say, well, you know, the 49ers, their public position right now is, no, they're not really interested. 
but they have the money. Right? Kyle Shanahan and the, the, the brains behind the Niners, the, the penny-pinching bean counters, they have the money if they want to go big and get Des Bryant. And that's the other thing. This is a low-risk, high-reward situation. This is a value play. It's not like Des Bryant's got a lot of leverage right now. He doesn't. He was sitting 48 days before the start of training camp. If you're advising Des Bryant, you would say, well, just wait till training camp. Someone's going to get hurt, and you can be the backup insurance plan that a team will call. So he doesn't have leverage. And if you look at the list of veteran receivers that have signed signed contracts, the, the very top contract Des Bryant could likely get is a one- to two-year deal in the neighborhood of 6 to $8 million, which is a great neighborhood. I'd take it right now, and so would you. I think we'd both be very happy living in that neighborhood. Uh, that $6 million number, that's the contract Danny Amendola got. Similar age, not a similar skill set, but Danny Amendola signed with Miami. Uh, he got a, a $6 million deal. Unless Des Bryant can convince John Gruden to go big, because of all the receivers age 29 or older, the only one that got a decent amount of money was from the Raiders. Jordy Nelson, the tattered, beaten, broken body of Jordy Nelson. Uh, that's the outlier. He got $13 million guaranteed. And and that's, you can't get much more of an outlier than that, because if you look around, Michael Crabtree, uh, he signed a, a, a decent contract with the Ravens, but he's younger uh, than Jordy Nelson. Mike Wallace got a one-year contract with the Eagles. Brandon Marshall just agreed to a contract in Seattle. Now, the, la- the last thing on, right, someone, whether it's the Niners or not, is going to get a great addition, a steal, if you will, at this point, in Des Bryant. Now, if given a fair shake, and that's a big if, right, that's a big if there, if given a fair shake, you're looking at a player that's going to have a rebirth, right, it, motivated by vengeance push back against the the Joneses in Dallas and all that to haunt Jerry Jones. All he needs here, you know, we talk about the cliche, the change of scenery and all that. If you're looking at a bounce-back season, now I blame Dakota Prescott. I blame him as the fall guy. His inability to get on the same page with Des Bryant, that was who I I pinned the struggles of Des Bryant on the last couple years. And, again, Jimmy Garoppolo, is he going to be great? It was really good for seven games. Is he a poor man's Tom Brady? No, he's rich. He's got a massive contract. Would he invigorate Des Bryant? Yeah, sure. And the other thing is, what do the Niners have to lose? They bring Des Bryant in. If he has a hissy fit during training camp or he sucks and drops every pass, you're done. You're done with him. You move on. You wash your hands and you say, that's it. I'm done. I'm going to go somewhere else. Move on. It is the Ben Maller Show on Fox as we press on here and we say hello to Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie, Judas Garcia. Right Any there. chance that uh, that Dez is regretting that uh, decision to not sign with the Ravens at this point, or is he still still plenty of time to get something done with somebody? And well, that would have been the end of his career, also. So he, you know. I, I, he made the right move not signing with her. Playing with Joe Flacco would have been the end of his career. So. He's better off not playing. He's got more value by not playing with Baltimore than if he had played with Baltimore. Okay. So, yeah. 
Uh, we don't do shout-outs on the show. We do not believe in shout-outs. That has been a long-standing policy. Yeah, we're not a morning show. show. We don't believe in that. But I, as someone that has my roots, Eddie, in San Diego radio. Uh, wanna, the mighty wanna, 690. Want to wish the best to Ted Lightman. Oh, yeah, I saw that. A staple of San Diego sports media, Padres broadcaster. My entire life, I believe, he's been a broadcaster for the Padres. Very and distinct way of talking. Big homer, hates the oh, Dodgers, yeah. uh, Ted Lightner. Teddy Ballgame, right? They call, isn't that what they call him, one of his nicknames? Uncle Teddy. I think that was originally yeah. to somebody else. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, Uncle Teddy, that's one of them there. But uh, I remember how upset he was uh, one year when the Dodgers hit like four home runs in a row against the Padres. He was just besides himself, uh, beside himself. But uh, he's uh, taking a leave of absence. He's got cancer. So good luck to Ted Leitner as he leaves the Padre broadcast booth. I guess this is his last day with the Padres. How long has he been doing those games for? He's got. He's had to. He was doing when I started in San Diego. He was doing the morning, not in the morning. He did the afternoon sports on the TV station San Diego. He did an afternoon talk show, like a like a mid afternoon talk show. Then he did like the news at night, and he was doing like Padre games and a bunch of other stuff. You want want a little sample of him? I got a little something I pulled up yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, sure. Why? Three nothing. Padres in the ninth. Three two pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike three. This ball game and this series. Belongs to my San Diego Padres. My Padres. Yeah. They're, his, they're not mine. They're his Padres. The only team left in San Diego, the Padres. That's it. That's all that's left. So, anyway, good luck to, uh, to Ted Light in there. You stay classy, San Diego. Yes. Uh, absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. So, what's the deal here? We have this Spats with Shats, which we had. We're the adults here. I want you to know right now. We, we let this thing die. We were good. We didn't bring it up. We haven't talked about it the last couple of weeks. We let it just kind of go away. And like this evening or yesterday evening, I don't know what the hell day it is, but yesterday evening, I'm getting bombarded from these nerds, these Trekkies that are sending me messages. And I guess their, their leader from the, uh, the spaceship sent out a tweet about our show again. And I think he is he panhandling still? That's what I'm told here. He's trying to panhandle and get some money. Is that accurate? Yeah, so this happened seven hours ago. William Shatner tweeted, checking in with the at Ben Maller Marshmallow Militia, oh hashtag TikTok. Only a few wow. days left to break him out of the block, out of blocked prison. Yeah. And uh, you want to hear some of the This comments? is supposedly a pop culture icon, right? This is a respected <laughs> member of the entertainment universe in Hollywood. This was the guy that ran the USS Enterprise. He owns the Star Trek franchise for all intents and purposes. He's, he's attacking our show. Here's some of the comments directly underneath his tweet from Justin Vance. We've offered up the parameters to donate to your charity. I'm starting to feel like you don't want to help the little kids. Bad job by you, Bill. The Aussie guy. I think we've been pretty clear about this, William. One hour in studio with Ben and my fellow marshmallows and I will donate generously. Nice. See, that's good. You yeah. we, you, you play by our rules, Shats. You play by our rules. <laughs> uh, the Maller Marshmallow rules. You play by what we want. You know, no ben, ultimatum. I think, I think there's an art to this, though. There needs right. to be... I think there should be some concessions here. We can we can negotiate a little bit. He wants money. No, we I... We can I, barely pay our bills. Why are we going to give him money? Well, I mean... It sounds like the militia is willing to to help here, you know, for the children, obviously. Yeah, for the for the horses. Yes. Yeah, is it children or horses? I'm confused here. I thought it was horses. He says it's for the children. I, I don't. I don't. I didn't look into it. According to this Trekkie Ted Bush, that Maller marshmallows can't even afford rent. <laughs> yeah. 
what if what if he no, doesn't have not to wrong, come in? That's not wrong, by the way. It's <laughs> not incorrect. Yes. What if he what? doesn't have to come in studio? What if he just do a phoner? Yeah. Eh. Was he too old to drive at night? He has a driver problem. Yeah, would, I would imagine so. Well, yeah. but <laughs> he does. He does spend a lot of his time at his Kentucky home. So I don't know how how often he's actually here. Nah, but he's tweeting a lot. On like, it seems like he's on West Coast time, unless he's staying up till three in the morning. Like, because he's been tweeting to like three. He's got a place. Doesn't he have a place in Bel Air? I think he does. I'm sure he has a place here, but I was reading that he spends most of his time with his horsies there in Kentucky. You're very nice to the women. I don't know what you're talking about there. How dare you? All right, so that's uh, so that's where we stand. And if he meets our requirements, we will be willing to work something out. Yeah, White Noise t- tweeted back at him. Hey, Bill, just to clarify the unblocking scenario, Danny first suggested a 60-minute studio visit as a two-birds-one-stone proposal, meaning that you stopped by the show would involve the Maller Militia rallying for a GoFundMe benefiting your charity, yeah. plus burying the hatchet. No response from No from response. William. What an ungrateful person this guy is. How ungrateful is he? I mean, the olive branch is out there. And that's what we get there. I mean, the olive—it's right there. The olive branch has been given out. I mean, Mike is the Maller Marshmallow Militia. I like at least he added militia at the end of it. Now, and we're not just marshmallows; we're the Marshmallow Militia. Think of the fun he would have in the studio here. Oh, it'd be great. We'll yeah. show him the blue kitchen. What's the first question you would you would ask Schatz? I can't reveal that now. He's got to be in studio. I don't want to give him a heads up. It's you know just like when you interview a president, you can't give him the questions beforehand. You have to surprise him. Would it be about the NHL final? Well, we we all want to know who he thinks is going to win between the Lightning and the Blackhawks. We're still trying to figure that out. We're desperately trying to find that. Now I'm sure we've discussed this before, yeah. but okay. have have we considered the possibility that there's multiple people that we're talking to here on the Twitter account? No. I think this is only him. I believe this is Shatner. I don't think he's got multiple people running his Twitter account. All right. Have you seen some of the tweets that he sent out? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Yeah, these tweets definitely seem like an older gentleman. Vindictive, angry, grumpy, curmudgeon. Now, maybe it's possible he hired a bunch of 90-year-olds <laughs> to run his Twitter account. I mean, it's possible, you know, right? 80-year-old assistant. <laughs> yes, yes, he's the only 80-year-old assistant in Hollywood helping our friend Shaq. Walter, out. you block that blind Scott guy from the marshmallows. Now, the other thing we could do is we could bring in, since you know there's, there's other people in the Star Trek franchise. Who Who's the guy that They're hate- kind of falling fast, though. I know, there are not many left, but who's the guy that hates Shatner? Uh, George Takei. Takei, is that his Takei, name? Takei, yeah, George Takei. Could we get him in here? How about that? Get some oh, dirt oh on Shatner. Wow. Yeah, we get Takai. Uh, we get him in here. He used to be on Stern, but I yeah, think something he, happened. Oh, yes. he's not on there anymore. I th- well, I shouldn't say. I thought something happened. He wasn't okay. on the show anymore. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I don't get uh, that particular channel, but I, I I heard him in the past when I did get it, and he was very entertaining. Some uh, some interesting stories. Would we have to pay him? It's a good question. Wouldn't it be great know. if we started a GoFundMe to help him out? <laughs> and we told Shatner right, how much would, money we raised drive, to get uh, him in studio. That would drive yeah. Shatz up a wall. The marshmallow militia, yeah. He would not be pleased Take with that, that. Shatz. There you go, buddy. All right. So the Ben Maller Show, if you would like to be part, the number 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. You can be part of the festivities there. Enjoy and all the fun, all the fun. Boy, is it good. Oh, man, it's just amazing. Uh, 877 877- 
99 on Fox. We're also on Twitter at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller. It could be the safest bet ever made. We'll get to that and we'll do it next. The only thing better than listening to the Ben Maller Show live on the radio is to hear it again at your convenience on demand. The Ben Maller Show podcast is moving up the charts, unless it's not. Support our little radio show by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes and giving us five stars. It'll help keep the show growing and pacify our bosses. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. We will have Mallard of the third degree coming up a little bit later in the hour. Ernie says, the first question I would ask Schatz would be, what was Prohibition like? <laughs> uh -oh. The second would be, what's uh, the most important ingredient of sm a s'mores? Yeah. What would the third question be, is a hot dog a sandwich? Would that be the third question you would ask William Shatner? All right, uh, to the phones we go, and Bob in Bowling Green has blessed us with an appearance. Hello, Bob. Hey, what's up, fellas? How y'all doing? Bob, if I was any better, I'd be a Colangelo, but not Brian Colangelo, because I'd be on my burner account right now. Well, you know what time? You know what happens when you use a burner account? Sometimes you get burned. It's very deep. Very, very, very deep. Very deep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. How can we help you, Bob? You've come to the Sports Talk Radio store. What would you like to buy in the store? What do you want to buy here? Every aisle's open, fully stocked. What do you need? Well, being that I'm a Hoosier Billy, which is a Hoosier by birth and a Kentucky Hillbilly by the grace of God, what do y'all have in the line of uh, IndyCar 500 uh, items? Yeah, well, that's in the very back in the clearance aisle. We have that in the clearance aisle in the very back there. Yeah, it's no, uh, that's just it's sad. right it's right next to the overalls, the country bumpkin overalls you can get back there. Yeah. Well, now I I always wear Liberty overalls. If it was good enough for Hee Haw and George Gruber Lindsay, <laughs> it's good enough for me. Hee Haw's a good. I like that. We have not used the word Hee Haw in a while. We got to work that back in. That's a that's a good word. Yes. Hey, I just called to tell you how much I appreciate you guys. I'm working a double shift at the Corvette plant. Uh, garden the shack with the area with my life, if need be. And the man, the man Eddie, the man's risking his life yeah. for Corvettes. He's the Secret Service agent of Corvettes. He will throw his body in front of a bullet to save a Corvette. This man, he's he, very excited to hear that. Sound. His vacation home is Appalachia. He lives in Appalachia. That's where his vacation home is. Yeah. Hey, you ever been to Appalachia? It's a beautiful part of the See, country. that's why you have a vacation home there, right there, yeah, in the Ozarks, the whole thing. Ben I, would love to come hang out with you sometime. Yeah, I, we can make moonshine. Well, well, my grandfather made moonshine. He never had a public Shocking. job. I've got his recipe. <laughs> it's a hundred and, I think it's 148 years old. Is it, was it bathtub moonshine, whiskey? That kind no, of, no, no, no. Not, yeah. Ben, I'll share something with you real quick. My grandfather's name was Jesse Frank Bly. And he was named after Jesse and Frank James because my great-grandparents hid out Jesse and Frank for about two, I think it was a month and a half or two months back in the day. So you're, you're telling me in your family history, your family helped protect the outlaw Jesse James. Is that what you're telling me? Yes, sir. They Jesse, wow. Jesse and Frank James. 
And you're probably making that up, but I like that. That's a good story. That's a good family story. I like. No, it's the truth. It's the truth. I know, but you can make it up. My grandfather's name was Jesse Frank Bly. All right, we'll we'll look it up. All right, that's cool. That's a good story. Do you have any Jesse James, like an old gun from Jesse James, or? No, but I tell you what. When my grandmother passed away, I found two letters in her big family Bible that were. 85 or 90 years old, what I'm guessing, where uh, Jesse and Frank's uh, aunt thanked my great-grandparents for hiding them out. And uh, there was two letters, and um, it was just really neat to find. Well, that is cool. That's cool. All right, I got to let you go, Bob, but uh, get back. Protect those Corvettes. If anything happens there, you know what to do. I'll, I'll take care of it. All right, thank you. He's on the you, job. You think he's armed? Hillbilly Bob. He's armed. He's got moonshine in one <laughs> hand. He's got a shotgun in the other. He's good to go, man. He's, he's ready. It's a good combination to have. Yeah, he's, there's nothing to worry about there. Uh, that reminds me, I think I told the story a couple of years ago. I, I got I had to, my car out of lemon, and I went in to the shop, right, a lemon on my car. Remember, do you remember the story? Yes. Well, I remember you had a lemon. I don't know if I know this particular story you're about to yeah, tell. Yeah, and the guy that did the paperwork claimed that he was the son of a legendary mob boss. I do remember you telling this, yes. Yeah, and he was, he was giving me, like, this whole rap. Like, he went into great detail. He's telling me how his, uh, you know, he's a made man, and, you know, his family, the whole thing, but they got out of it, you know, his Dad didn't want him to get I thought you mom. couldn't get out of it. I guess he got out of it. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. He, he gave him this whole rap. He was giving me a great detail. He pulls out his phone to show me photos. He, he, puts, he puts the phone next to his face. You see, we look to, see that? We look the same. Oh, there's no question. Eddie, it's 2018. They're more accepting these days. Yeah. You want to leave, you new, can leave. It's a new mob. Is that right? A kinder, yeah. gentler mob? Yeah. <laughs> they, get, they get these stereotypes, the mob. They're that's, good people. That's true, sure. Oh, well. Just trying to make a living. You know, what's wrong with that? Running a business here. Yeah, you got a business. All right, so the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We'll get to the safest bet ever made. We'll get to that coming up momentarily. And oh, we'll also have Maller to the third degree. But right now, let's get the latest from... Eddie Garcia from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studio. Well, thank you, Ben. Uh, NBA Finals get underway tomorrow with the fourth straight year of the Golden State Warriors taking on the Cleveland Cavaliers. Big news, uh, or I should say about the only news coming out of this uh, series so far, because they haven't played yet, is what's the status of Kevin Love? What's the status of Kevin Love? And Andre Iguodala. And Andre Iguodala. Love is still in the concussion protocol, uh, listed as questionable for Game 1 of the Finals. He missed uh, Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals with that injury. And Iguodala, also questionable, has got a bone bruise in his leg. And he missed the last four games of the Western Conference Finals. So it doesn't look like either is going to play in game number one. As far as NBA news, Philadelphia 76ers and coach Brett Brown reportedly agreeing a three-year contract extension. In baseball games of note, we had the Braves walking off with a 7-6 win over the Mets. Atlanta's leading the ALE. Still at a half game on Washington. Nationals beat the Orioles 3-2. Yankees walked off with a 6-5 win over the Astros in 10 innings. Houston still has a one-game win on Seattle for the AL West lead as the Mariners lost to the Rangers 9-5. This report is brought to you by TrueCar. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from TrueCar. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So... Visit TrueCar and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Ben, you briefly touched on it earlier. 
But the details uh, on wide receiver Brandon Marshall yeah, uh, joining Brandon. the Seattle Seahawks. My reportedly man. One year, $2 million. The 34-year-old is a six-time Pro Bowler. Had six seasons with at least 100 receptions. That's the most of any player in NFL history, believe it or not, at least according to the story. Uh, he did struggle last year with the Giants before suffering a season-ending ankle injury in Week 5. But the numbers for his career are more impressive than I had thought. 959 career receptions, 12,215 yards, and 82 touchdown catches. And Brandon Marshall is the answer to a pretty good trivia question. I believe he has the most receptions of any player that's never appeared in the postseason. That's, that is correct. He's been the yes. jinx. Brandon Marshall, 12 seasons in the NFL. He's never been on a playoff team. So, And Seattle's not making the playoffs this year. The Rams and Niners are better than the Seahawks. So he's not going to make the playoffs this year. Wait, gonna, I, you might have just helped him make the playoffs. No, nah, no. Nah. You know what's going to kill him, though? Those flights. He has one day off a week to fly to New York to, to appear on all those NFL shows. That's a long oh, flight is he still from doing I, I assume he wants to do it. That's a long flight from Seattle to New York. Well, to, technology, they could, you know, via satellite. Via satellite, yeah. Well, good luck to to Brandon Marshall. He's got some domestic violence in his uh, his past there, Brandon Marshall. But he's Didn't his wife stab him? Yeah, I was going to say, wasn't it the other way around? Well, no, he was involved in some stuff, too. He went both ways. I think they had a uh, little tit-for-tat situation, I think it's called. Yeah. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show on Fox, coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Matt says, oh, you didn't name the mobster! I don't need to tell the story every time I bring it up. The, the mobster that I was referring to, the guy who, who uh, did the paperwork on my car, I think it was last year, maybe it was two years ago, I don't know. I had a lemon. The Malamobile was a lemon, and he, uh, I turned it in. I got some money back. Claimed that he was, I think, the grandson or the son of, of Lucky Luciano, the mobster Lucky Luciano. I, I don't know. Who knows? He's probably lying, but uh, he had a picture. He had the, whole, the whole deal. Give me the whole rap. Now, the one story I will confirm, because I witnessed it, right outside our studio, right here on a very busy street in Los Angeles, Many, many years ago, 10, 15 years, Henry Hill knocked on that door, stinking drunk, Henry Hill, and he banged on the, let me in, I want to talk on the radio. Yeah. True story. I actually walked outside because I had to do a, a phoner before the show that I was doing that night, and he stopped me and said, are you on the radio? And he smelled like booze. And I said, no, I'm not. And I kept walking. I walked down the street to Ventura Boulevard. I did what I had to do on the phone. I walked back. He's still standing at the door. Now, fortunately, he was like five to ten feet away from the door, so I had some space. Could slip in? Yeah, I slipped by him because I'm very quick. As you know, I know the swim technique. I learned that in high school football. I used the swim technique to get by Henry Hill, and I made it in. And then once he realized that I was actually the guy on the radio, then, then he went nuts. Why did you do that? Why? And he starts banging on the door. I've got things to say. I'm Henry Effin Hill. You know, he's cursing up a storm. So what I did, and this is what any good talk show host will do, I told my producer at the time, old pink eye, Greg Bergman, I said, Bergie, go take care of this. You know, and he, I sent him over the door, and Bergie weighed all of like 140 pounds, uh, you know, soaking wet, and I sent him over there to take care of it. Is that like when you told Coop to take care of Stanley when he was having a heart attack on the air? Oh, similar. 
Yeah, similar, similar. Thing. So those are. What my, do you mean funny? Funny how? How am I funny? Well, that was the portrayal from uh, part of Goodfellas. Did you ever hear about uh, our own Dan Byer <laughs> living next door to Whitey Bulger? Oh, really? In Santa Monica? Yeah, yeah. He D- did. didn't even know it. One well, day, nobody knew it. That's the thing. Well, right? the cops eventually knew it, and they uh, he was yeah. like, "Why are all these police well, officers?" I try to one up my mob stories. I got I'm two not trying mob to one up you. I'm just I, the only one I know for sure is Henry Hill. The other one, I think the guy might have been lying, but he's he, he was very convincing. So anyway, back to the phones we go. It's Mob Radio. We say hello to Tammy in Montana, who's on. Hey, where are the white women at? Montana on the Ben Maller Show. Hello, Tammy. She's a made woman, by the way. Tammy in Montana. She is. <laughs> well, Ben, that may be, but um, I I have to call in. Um, you know, real talk knows all about being a sniff ass. He has so much crap on his nose that uh, he's a mouth breather, and there's nothing wrong with being a brown noser. But for him to brag about caller of the year awards that he wasn't voted on by the militia to receive and to brag about verbal octagons that weren't official, i.e. Jet Fuel George, shows what a real loser real bitch is. There's a name from the past, Jet Fuel George. I know, we haven't heard from him for so long. I I, I enjoyed his call. You're the only one. But, yeah, well, hey, no way. (laughs) (laughs) I I could hear the enjoyment in your voice, Ben. (laughs) Yes. uh... But, um, you know, I guess I need to remind him that he needs to worry about his own business. He's been challenged by me so many times in the verbal octagon and he's never manned up so oh that I is, that is correct you, you have a standing challenge that you have presented to real talk but he has not uh, chosen to go down that road all right yep. well you're very right, you're very strong opinion. thank you tammy all right there she goes our friend tammy in montana well how about this this is the safest wager you can possibly make a uh, player for the cleveland browns guy i've never heard of a defensive back for the cleveland browns Demarius Randall. Who? He sent out a tweet. He said, anyone who retweets this, if the Cavaliers win the NBA title, I will buy you a jersey. That's the offer. Now, the Cavaliers are, as Eddie said, 1,000-point favorites in the NBA Finals over the – or the uh, Warriors, rather, are 1,000-point favorites over Cleveland in the NBA Finals. So this innocuous tweet – by Demarius Randall, a former Green Bay Packer who now plays in Cleveland. Uh, this got retweeted. Have you seen this, Eddie? No, I have not. 557,000 times That's last I checked. a lot checked. of jerseys. Yeah. Now, the average jersey, let's say if you buy a replica jersey, that's 100 bucks or so. Is that right? Right, 100 bucks. If you get it at, a, like, the team store, yes, it's going to be marked okay, up. But you could get a lower price. But let's just use $100. So do the math on that. Eddie, 557,000 and then times 100. You want, am I the guy you want to be doing the math on that? Well, no, you, yeah, don't, you don't know Maller math, but that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a whole chunk lot of change. money. That's Absolutely. A, it's not trigonometry. Is that, is that $55 million? Is that is more than that, right? Is it more than $55 million? $55.7 million, or is it more than that? Uh, well, it's just times 100. But anyway, uh, he, he makes $1 million, which is a pretty good salary to play in the NFL. But next year, he should be fine because his salary is going to go up to $9 million. So, And there's still time to get in on that. Demarius Randall, if you want to get a free jersey, of course, there's, there's a, a better chance, a much better chance of the Charlotte Bobcats coming back to the NBA and winning a championship than the Cavaliers beating the Golden State Warriors this year. 
Good luck on that. Now, if Cleveland does win, if, if like four Warrior players run into each other, what's the move here for Demarius Randle? Like, Did he say they would be official jerseys, or was he generic about it? No, nah, he just said jersey. He so didn't see, say, he could get a sponsor. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, when we go to baseball games and they slap a company's logo on the hat yeah, or the shirt. Slap like a Geico logo on all yep. those jerseys. Could be like a T-shirt jersey, too, if he wants to, you know. Oh, yeah. Kind of be uh, Technically, it's a about jersey. It. That's right. That's yeah, right. That's a good point. Well, good luck to that. It is the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We will press on, and we've got Maller to the third degree. Here's the Insta trivia. Heading into play on Tuesday, Blank had not drawn a walk in his last 163 plate appearances. That goes back to April. The longest active streak in the big leagues. Again, heading into play on Tuesday, Blank had not drawn a walk in his last 163 plate appearances going back to April. Longest active streak in the big leagues. That is the Insta Trivia. The answer next. On the Ben Maller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire. All things needed to survive the shady late-night characters on Twitter. Let your thoughts be heard by the masses under the cover of the microblogging website. Follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow the man who's manning the phones. He is the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. It's our executive producer, Justin Cooper, and he's at UH Bronco fan. <laughs> I wish I could pull off those suits. And I'm live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's Ben Maller. We'll try three bits, one segment, but first the Insta trivia. Heading into play on Tuesday, Blank had not drawn a walk in his last 163 plate appearances. That goes back to April, the longest active streak in Major League Baseball. That is the question. What is the answer? Did anyone get it right? We're looking around here. Uh, Let's see. We have Twitter Inferno Colangelo, guessed by Sean. Stevie Wonder from Ivinson, the Palm Desert Rats going with Edwin Encarnacion as his Encarnacion. O'Day checks in with Alex Gordon. Benny the Jet Rodriguez from the Cowboy Killer. Hartford Paul's got Carlton Fisk. Let's see, we'll skip over that one. Uh, who else do we have here? Uh, Johnny Lamaster from Matt, the Warrior A's. Raiders fan, uh, Bob Horney, or Bob Horner, from Vols fan Jimmy. Scooby-Doo from Eric. Eddie, do you have an answer, Eddie? I don't I, see I any do. correct answer. Yeah, I have an answer Powell was guessed by John. Johnny Q, yeah. Ben, the answer is Shea Hillenbrand. Oh, former Red Sox, Shea Hillenbrand. No, that is incorrect. The correct answer from your Chicago Cubs, Javi Baez. He not even had a three-ball count. Well, he has had he's had 16 three ball counts, but he's never he hasn't had a walk uh, heading into play on Tuesday. I didn't see the Cub box score, uh, but in 163 plate appearances, three bits, one second. Yeah! It's Ben Maller, and he's going all in. I'll go all in. All in. I'm gonna go all in. All right, real quick, let's do it here, and I will take the Atlanta Braves getting plus money, plus 116. The Braves will take down the Mets. They are 6-0, Atlanta and Julio Tehran's last six starts at home. The Mets are just, well, they're 0-4 in Jason Vargas's last four starts. The better play here is Atlanta. Eddie. Game 2 Stanley Cup final. Vegas Golden Knights hosting the Washington Capitals. Now they combined for 10 goals in the first game. Not going to be that many, but I still think over of uh, 5.5 goals. Take the over. 
Danny G. Big Ben, Houston at the Yankees. Dallas Keuchel's going to be on the mound. So that over-under of eight and a half, I think, is safe. I'm going to take the under. Yes, sir. Severino and Keuchel should be yeah, a low-scoring game, which means it'll be 10 to 7. What do you have over there, Coop? Ben, I want to point out that the Rangers did beat up on Felix Hernandez. And uh, I'm going to go uh, for the Angels to continue their streak. It's uh, it's showtime. Shohei Otani. I'm all in on Oh, the that's right. They're not playing the Yankees. He doesn't have Yankee-itis, so Sh- Otani's good to go, yes? It's interesting. The Yankees aren't the opponent there. All right, let's get to it. Here we go. Let's do it. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. Third degree time, Kubaloo. Ben, there. Oh, oh, sorry. Take your time. All right, Ben, there has a. Well, hold on. All right. All right, Ben, there's been a lot of speculation. You fail this mallet of the third degree, (laughs) Kubalo. You get nothing. There's been a lot of speculation about LeBron potentially going to Philadelphia, and Ben Simmons only added fuel to the fire, saying that LeBron is a great player that he'd love to play with. Now, a lot uh, don't think he'd be able to coexist with uh, James on the court. What do you think? Well, it would be a bad marriage. A, Ben Simmons cannot shoot. He has to be a facilitator, and for the Sixers... Until he finds a perimeter game, that's all he can do. LeBron James needs to have the ball in his hands 85 to 90% of the time. So, yeah, it doesn't make sense to bring in LeBron from a basketball because Ben Simmons would be neutered. All he can do is be the facilitator. He can't shoot. And B, listen, TMZ asked a bunch of leading questions. We pointed this out earlier. LeBron James' agent is a guy named Rich Paul who happens to be the same agent of Ben Simmons. There's a conflict of interest here. Next. Over the weekend, when asked about the possibility of trading away either Gordon Hayward or Kyrie Irving, considering the team's success without them, Danny Ainge replied that the team is much better with them on it. Ben, do you think that they would ever consider a trade? Yeah, well, absolutely. Listen, all options are on the table. Danny Ainge, number one, is sitting on the oil reserves that could be worth trillions on the trade market. Jalen Brown, Terry Rozier have increased their value, even though they disappeared in Game 7. You can package those guys and some draft capital and there's two guys, Danny Ainge, only two, that Danny Ainge should try to get. One of them is the unibrow. That's the first option. Option two is Carl Anthony Towns. If you don't get either one of those guys, you don't do anything. Next. Ben Alex Gordon went on a rant saying that Mike Moustakis got screwed in free agency. Do you agree with him? No. A moose, listen, he took a calculated risk, the moose. He bet on himself. He had a good year last season. He lost, right? Most of the time, the players win. I don't feel bad for him. It's a different world, right? I, I, I'm not going to have any empathy. He's making $6.5 million. How did you lose when you make $6.5 million? There it is, Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? You failed this. That's a win. You failed. You sucked in the beginning. I won the game. In need of a really good shrink. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. We are sending this out from our burner account here as we yap the night away later this hour. For your dancing and dining pleasure, you have tuned in to a mega hour of radio. of Tinderoni Tips uh, with Danny G. Also, too much or not enough. That's a game show. Uh, as we await Golden State and Cleveland, they're getting ready to tango in the finals. Woo-wee. Said no one. 
Uh, but that means that Boston and Houston are left to lick their wounds, and there are a lot of them. And I will say the Celtics have been handling this with class. Uh, they they haven't overreacted. There's the typical response you'd expect from a losing team. You cannot say the same thing about the Rockets. Now, if you have not fu- been paying attention to the post-mortem on Game 7 of the Western Conference Finals, you likely have been missing out on an unreal reaction. Houston's NBA team, let's just say they're not handling the fact that they weren't good enough to beat Golden State. They're not handling that very well. For example, Daryl Morey, the GM, the guru of Rockets basketball, said, quote, we should have won, was the quote from Daryl Morey. How about Eric Gordon? The Rocket shooting guard, uh, he laid it on thick when talking about Chris Paul being out. It's definitely tough because uh, when everybody counted us out before the series started, you know, we knew we had a chip on our shoulder to win this series. And it sucks because you know you could win this series if we just had one more playmaker. You know, this isn't Chris. If he was out there, we would have been playing on Thursday. And uh, it's just tough. Yeah, If he, meaning Chris Paul, was out there, we would have been playing on Thursday, which means game one of the finals. Uh, no, you wouldn't. Uh, but let's talk about all this. Now, the Warriors had their rebuttal. Steve Kerr, he responded to all the noise. He declared that Golden State would have won the series in five games. That number five keeps coming up. Five games. The, the same number of burner accounts the Philadelphia 76ers executive has. Five if Andre Iguodala had only not gotten hurt. All right, so the toss-up question. All right, let's just focus in on Eric Gordon. You heard the soundbite from Eric Gordon. Again, he said if Chris Paul was out there, we would have been playing on Thursday, we being the Rockets. You have Steve Kerr, who said that, well, we would have won five games to Warriors if Andre Iguodala hadn't gotten hurt. So toss-up between Kerr and Gordon, which of these statements is more accurate? I'll go first. Steve Kerr. The answer is Steve Kerr. My thoughts on this, you've got Cracks, Reliable, and The Mouse. We'll tie all this together. Number one, Chris Paul's injury, as we correctly predicted, shout out to my homeboy Nostradamus, as a distant relative of the great Nostradamus, Chris Paul's injury was a blessing. This is a great mitzvah for the Rockets. It gives them a soft landing. Now, usually Rockets crash, you know, they crash in the ocean and all that. You go pick up the remains. This helps work as a diversion. Houston had double-digit leads in Game 6 and Game 7 in the Western Finals without Chris Paul, and they played like a bunch of choking dogs. That's how they play. That's on every one of those players. That's on the coaching staff. That's on everyone that works, everyone associated with the Rockets organization. And for some of these idiots to believe that, oh, no, if Chris Paul was out there, we would have we would have won. What kind of delusions are you having? Houston was slapped smack dab in the face by Golden State in the second half of both those games. The Rock, I mean, 27, 27 straight three points. Do you need to say anything else? No. See, the problem with this, here's my issue, okay? The problem is the low-information basketball fan believes that Chris Paul would have been some kind of dynamic savior. It's just not true. Chris Paul played in five games of the Western Conference Finals. You would have thought, based on these glowing reports about Chris Paul, that he was amazing. 
What do you think Chris Paul shot from the floor for the Rockets? How about 40%? He shot 40% in the games he played in the Western Finals. 36% from three-point range. Time and again, and I was a witness, back in his Clipper days, back in his glory days, before he was past his prime, Chris Paul, or the player known as CP3, would typically play very well right up until the end of playoff games, and he would make bonehead play after bonehead play right at the end, right near the finish line. So let's not minimize that. There's this false belief that it would have been different because he would have been wearing a rocket jersey. No, 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 no. That guy's going to be your savior? The same guy that flopped time and time again with the Clippers? This he cracks under pressure. You can like him and you can say, oh, he's got a great smile. He's very loquacious. That's fine. The guy's a choker. That's what Chris Paul is. And number two, the Steve Kerr's theory on Andre Iguodala, while it's also just throwing darts blindfolded, it is much more plausible to believe that that is the case. Iguodala played the first three games of the Western Finals. Golden State was up two games to one with Andre Iguodala on the court. And unlike Chris Paul, who was inefficient, Andre Iguodala was shooting 61%. He didn't shoot that much, but 61%, 83% from the foul line. Getting Iggy with it, as they say, a reliable option in those critical minutes. And instead of playing Andre Iguodala because he was out, Golden State had to go to the B squad, players like Jordan Bell and Kevon Looney. Jordan Bell in particular was a hot mess uh, and, and took a key three-point shot in one of those games in Houston. I think it was, was it game, I think it was game four? Was that, I think it was game four. Anyway, uh, the point is that uh, you, you can certainly follow the path of Steve Kerr. You can get it, but listen, uh, you can say anything you want about, well, this could have, would have happened and all that. I mean, you play that game all you want. Considering the fact that the Warriors regurgitated two games in that series on bonehead plays in the final couple minutes, and uh, Iguodala was not part of that because he was out, you would say it's more likely than not that, that the Steve Kerr analysis is accurate, whereas Eric Gordon is blowing smoke out of his tuchus. Uh And the last thing, the last thing, the Rockets are going to continue this obsession with the Warriors. That's going to be a long, cold, lonely offseason. Golden State, uh, this Golden State neurosis that Houston has – it's not good for their health, right? As, let me tell you something. As long as Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Klay Thompson, and Kevin Durant, the, the four horsemen, are together, this is an exercise in futility. The Rockets don't realize they are dead meat, right? Chris Paul's going to be a year older. He's, you think he's going to be less brittle or more brittle through the aging process. Uh, and the guy that's gotten a free pass in all this is James Harden. James Harden's the guy that has – he's got a lot of Carmelo Anthony in him. That's not a compliment. The, the Beard shot 41% in the Western Conference Finals, 24% from three-point range. He missed an average of 14 shots a game, James Harden. But wait, there's more. He turned the ball over about five times a game. One-man turnover machine. And it's like all that's forgotten. And it's like, well, we, Rockets would have won if Chris Paul had played. The perfect analogy for the Rockets is this. They are like a mouse on a treadmill running in place, and they're getting nowhere. And they, yet they think 
They're go- it's like the mouse thinks they're getting somewhere. The Rockets are like the mouse. They think they're going somewhere. All right, it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox, and you can be part of the festivities here. The number is 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369, and you can be part of the festivities. We say hello to Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Judas Garcia is right over there. Now, Ben, I have to ask, and yes. this may or may not be because I, I'm hungry, but whatever happened to the pizza bet? It's a very good question. The guy disappeared. Who was the guy? Did we have a name on Koopa it? Loop, do we have a pizza update? Typical Rocket fan weaseling out of a wager. I, I want to point out, I would not have weaseled out. If, if the Rockets, God forbid, that pathetic band of losers from Houston had won, I would have put the oversized cartoon cowboy hat on. I would have done it. I would have cowboyed up. Where's the pizza? Koopa Loop, where's the pizza? We have an update. Did the guy call in and say, I'm ordering the pizza tomorrow? Uh, he did not. We have not heard from what him. What about Thursday into Friday? Can we get that? I mean, that would be nice. What's, his, like what's his name, Coop? Let's put a little I, heat I on I believe him. it was Lino, correct? Yeah, I think is it was that, Lino. That right? That's accurate. Yeah. Where are you, what's Lino? Come on, Lino. Come on, Lino. Don't be that guy. Yeah. He's being that guy. Now, we also had a, a package delivered uh, over yeah. the weekend. That's, and, uh, uh, it's, in, it's been in the freezer. It's good. It's in the freezer right now. It's in the freezer right now? Yeah, it's in the freezer. Uh, why, did, why didn't you take it home? Well, I, I, I wasn't feeling great last night, so I didn't want to take it home last night. But I have to open it, and I have to go through the box. So there's a lot of stuff in there. Oh, there is? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was just a shipment of wieners for you. Well, I, mean, I, share, I share the product. I don't, uh, you know. Oh, wieners for everyone? Mark tape. Boom. Goes the dynamite right there. Well, I don't know what's in the box. I think there's, uh, there's enough to go around for everyone. Everyone will get a little taste. And you you believe this is the uh, the Fenway Franks that we... No, no. Don't no? say it properly. The greatest hot dog. <laughs> the monster dog. They are delicious. Yes. Amazing. The Fenway Frank, and I, you know, I, 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 it's a shame to say it. I grew up on Dodger dogs, but I, I've seen the light. The Fenway Frank. I, uh, I am with you. The monster dog, amazing. Uh, it's it's going to be a summer of uh, monster dogs. That's what it's going to be. You got to ration them though. You can't go through them too fast. That's, though, uh, they're, they're that's tough for me to do. That my what? wife does that with like you know snacks and yeah. sweets. Mm-hmm. There's stuff in there from months ago, like Girl Scout cookies. I, I you know, uh, my dad. I'm like, what yeah, are my, you doing? My Eat old these. man's got to be. He's got uh, cake from like you know, five, six years ago. No. In his freezer. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. No. And I, I'll ask him like, why do you keep that? And he's like, oh, you know, he just never even looks in the freezer, so he doesn't even realize it's in there. Is I got it, we is got it a memorabilia cake. from a wedding or, or, or an event? Well, no, it was like a birthday cake. We used to get them these big ice cream cakes years ago, and and he'd eat like half of it or whatever. We'd all eat, you know, have a piece, and then he'd leave it in the freezer and just forget about it. Now, here's the question. Would it still be edible? It's been in the freezer for years, so it's not like it's decayed, right? Hmm. No? I don't think it would make him sick, but I don't yeah. know that it would be very tasty, though. Probably not. Isn't there someone that a couple years ago that ate like breakfast cereal from the eighties? Remember yeah, that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it's possible. Remember, I, I I have that Wheaties box from the nineties that I brought in. Yeah, yeah, I remember for uh, yeah, Tinneroni Tips overtime. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, Coop was pondering on how much it would take for him to eat a bowl of those Wheaties from nineteen ninety five. Bet he was. Would he need milk for that? <laughs> Could it be expired milk? Could it be ooh, that. Ooh. No. It would have to be fresh milk. 
Yes. Yeah. Cool. Let's go back and re- revisit the third degree. All right. Uh oh. You you butchered the beginning of that, and you still. Uh-oh. What was your logic on that report uh, card grade? There? On failing you? Yes, because you you completely butchered. Oh, because it, it, it was rushed. It was rushed because you stumbled and bumbled at the beginning. We no, no, it was, it, was, it was rushed because we it's moved. in the improper in segment. No, it's not the improper. <laughs> we moved it because uh, we have to, you know, network clock. What? I'm on time, Maller, by the clock, for the clock, all about the clock, as I promise our bosses here at Fox. And so I, I, I honor the clock. And when you honor the clock, you must get out at certain points. And so we always have done that. Geico time, car insurance made easy. Mm. So I'd like you to retract that failing grade. No. Because you misspoke multiple times. I did not misspeak. You misspoke multiple times. That's a win for me. It's a failing grade until it not, moves back to where it should oh, be. Oh, is that how that's going to go? All right. Yep. You get nothing. You yeah. lose. Good day, sir. See that ultimatum? Look at that. Koopa Loop's like Shatner. He's making <laughs> ultimatums. What a bully. You're a playground bully, Koopa Loop. That's what you are. Hey, a playground bully. Who is that, Shirley? Got to give the people what they want. All right. So the, the Ben Maller Show, let's take some calls here. The people uh, want to speak. And uh, let's see here. Who should we go to first? Uh, let's say hello to Christopher in Houston. Hello, Chris. How's it going, Benjamin? Just want to call people by their whole name. I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe you're just maybe you're just named Chris. I don't know. I just assumed you're your name Christopher. That's your former name. I don't know. You know, I'm calling fraud. I'm calling fraud on two people. You and that little punk, little weasel in New York. Okay. Uh-oh. That lives with his mom in his basement. Now you're, so, take, now you're taking let me go, taking cheap shots so, at, at royalty. He's not. He, well, first of all, he's not black. He's no not black. black. Wait, 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 wait. He's not black. No. Are you saying real talk is a fraud? Is that what you're fraud. saying? He's living a lie? Fraud. Lies. How? Then, how? He, he, <laughs> he doesn't have a sports page in, in his whole body. All he does is basically either ball wash you or ball wash yourself. You're just, you're just jealous that of you it. That is true. You're jealous of you, Just and like you you're jealous it. of the Warriors, you're jealous of Real Talk status on the show. Look, and this thing about Houston that you want to keep bragging on, we're not losers like the Clippers. We actually want to put up oh, a fight. So it's a red herring. There okay. It's no red herring. Yeah, it's a red herring. You gave up. The Warriors took the fight out of the Clippers, and they basically said, oh, well, it's over. Let's go. The Clippers hired the greatest executive who ever lived. And he packed it up. The logo of the NBA. The great Jerry West, right? Man about town, a luminary in the NBA, Jerry West. Your best player is Lou Williams. Guy's guy's a star. You're just jealous of his late uh, late career success. jealous. Yeah. I, you know what, Ben? I actually I feel bad. For I, I would ra- let me tell you something. Right? Now, no, 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 hold on a second. I'd rather, I would have, hold on a second. I'd rather have Lou Williams take a shot at the end of the game than Chris Paul. How about that? Oh wow! I'll take my chance with Chris Paul. Yeah. Well, he'd be. He have to, he'd have to do it from. Finals. He'd have to do it from a wheelchair. That's the problem. He got. He got us to a conference finals, but he's not clutch, right? Oh, he's a bu- listen. He, he is. He's everything he we so thought he was. Here. Everything we thought thank, he was. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. You came to leadership in Houston and took Houston to the Western Conference uh, Finals you, against the juggernaut. Yeah, I hope yeah, he resigns. I hope he signs a, I hope he's a misfortune, my ass. He's not, not going to get a max deal, Ben. I hope he signs a 10-year contract. They ought to give him one of those dopey <laughs> contracts like the Angels gave Albert Pujols where they pay him for now, 10 years after now, he's done playing for the Rockets. I actually want to 
fight in the in the NBA, you know, you want to basically just talk trash about the dude. I mean, can somebody else who am I who am I talking about? trash about? Darren Morey. You always want to talk bad about Darren Morey, but the one thing the about guys, Darryl the Moore guys is are fraud. The guys are fraud. Everyone ball washes him. The guy's a fraud. He makes the Rockets better. Bro. Oh, stop! You're buying into all the media hyperbole about Daryl Morey. Go look at the stats. Go stop. look at the stats of the Rockets. Through Daryl Morey been there. I would, okay? I would they challenge had one you. Up and that was with Dwight Howard. They went 41 and 41. How many? Uh, y'all Clippers? Y'all not gonna make the man? Y'all probably not make the playoffs for the next decade, Ben. The next decade, right? The Clippers will be back in the playoffs next you year. Don't have but a here's chance, what you need to do. Man. Go Your read. Go read. Hold on, Chris. That up. All right, calm down. Go read the burner account of the Sixers executive Brian Colangelo. Hey, everything, did you see all my I said, line? everything Brian Colangelo said about the Toronto Raptors president Masai Ujiri could apply to Sam Hinkie, right? Could apply to Sam Hinkie. Master of self promotion, made himself into a cultural icon, trust fund. Ba- all of that applies to Sam the Hinkie. Only- why Sam Hinkie is getting credit is because this team actually succeeded and did something in the playoffs. No, you're wrong. The, re- the reason he Sam gets Hinkie credit is because he's a camera whore. He's a microphone whore. The guy who has every on, interview, man. he does radio and television. He's buddy-buddy with a lot of the media elites in the NBA, and they love Sam Hinkie because he does their dopey interviews. Because he's not a douche like Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr, well, Steve Kerr's a douche. Well, Steve Kerr does it. Steve Kerr does his interviews, but he he gives propaganda against you know the Republican Party. That's what he hey, does. Ben, but yes, hey, what? Hey Ben, uh, I got I got to tell you that that guy blind Scott in Boston. Have you ever have you ever seen the most cockiest blind guy? In the, I've never <laughs> seen this before. I've never heard this before. Well, he used to when but he. St- oh, I got to let you go on that. But when he started calling me, he was he had vision, blind Scott. So he. That's why he's so cocky, because at one point he was not blind Scott. He was just Scott from Boston. Scott the drunk from Boston. It's also why he's so angry. That could be part of his anger, yeah. But we like him. He's, you know, he's a friend of the show. He defends the good name of the Ben Maller Show and occasionally goes way too far. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show on Fox, a high football IQ. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. On the Ben Maller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire, all things needed to survive the shady late-night characters. On Twitter, let your thoughts be heard by the masses under the cover of the microblogging website. Follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our technical producer. He plays all the music and most of the funny sound bites. The Ben Maller Show, his first name is Danny. His last name is still a mystery to most, but you can follow him at Danny G Radio. And at the top of your lungs, scream, Where are the white women at? And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. We will have too much or not enough coming up in a little bit. Also, high football IQ. Right now, we say hello to Transgender Dave, who's in Houston. Hello, Transgender Dave. Hello, Ben. I'm afraid... My testicles shrank up quite a bit on Monday night's playoff game. Is that, a, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. Might uh, be, it might be a good thing. It, there's some left. I am so confident that the Astros are going to win the World Series again. And uh, if they don't, yeah. I will cash in my man card live on the Ben Mallory show. Really? So now, last time you called, I believe you were. Uh, 
You like the nickname Transgender Day, but you have not had any work done yet in that area. That is correct. Yeah. No choppy choppy, no uh, cut cut. None of that's happened. Yes? I will. I will. Yeah. Cut off my junk live on the radio, Ben. You'll win the Marconi Award. Hold on a second. One second. Uh, Danny G, are we allowed to have a castration on the air? Is this something that's allowed no. to happen? No. Well, it, it depends. Would he scream and curse during the procedure? No, there'd just be a little snip, snip. That'd be about it. <laughs> All right. As long as we're not liable, um, and, and this is very important because I've been, you know, some listeners in the past have threatened to sue me. So I have to check liability. But as long as we're good, yeah, I'm all for it. I think it would be great radio. Who doesn't want to hear a guy cut off his nuts? I think that would be great radio. Hey, I've got a new nickname for you, Ben. I know all how right. much your compadres love your nickname. That's right, 41 of them. Ever since you uh, laughed at Deshaun Watson getting hurt last season. Yeah. And uh, that, that, wasn't, wasn't that like two days after the Astros won the World Series? Perfect timing. Yes. So I have nicknamed you the Satrap of Sadism. And if you don't know what a Satrap is, you can Google it. That's yeah, you, right. Ben. It's well, mo- most nicknames aren't good if you have to Google it. You know, it's not, Okay. Yeah, well, not if good. you don't like it, yeah, I hate that's it. fine. It sucks. Okay, yeah. Ben. All right. Well, all right. Thank you, Transgender Dave, who's not really transgender. Thank you. All righty. Big fan of your work. All right. Chop, chop. All right. Thank you. Got to go. All right. Uh, there he goes. Transgender Dave. Hmm, interesting. Is Flexus on hold? No, we don't. I don't see Flexus on hold. All right. I need a contestant for too much or not enough. I need one person, man, woman, or child, like a like any women or children in the call. But you can play. And there's a golden ticket on the line. We got Tinderoni tips later in the hour. Jam packed radio fun from the headquarters here, the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. But let's get you the latest. We'll get you caught up. On all the ins and outs, we say hello to Eddie Garcia. Well, Ben, the NBA Finals will get underway tomorrow with uh, game number one in Oakland as the Warriors will host the Cavaliers. Of course, fourth straight year they're meeting for the NBA title. Will Kevin Love or Andre Iguodala play in game one? Doesn't look promising for the Cavs forward Kevin Love. He's still in the concussion protocol and it's questionable for the opening game of the final. He did uh, not play in Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Final. And same goes for forward Andre Iguodala of the Warriors. Questionable as well with a bone bruise in his leg. He missed the last four games of the Western Conference Finals. In NBA News, the Philadelphia 76ers and coach Brett Brown reportedly agree on a three-year contract extension. Under Brown, the 76ers went from 10 wins two years ago to 52 wins last season and made the playoffs for the first time since 2012. We so, should point out that was first reported by the burner account of Brian Colangelo. Oh, is that right? Yes. I missed that. Yes. Thank you for pointing that out. Uh, some baseball games of note. The Braves walk off with a 7-6 win over the Mets. Atlanta's lead in the ALE. Still about a half game on Washington as the Nationals got by the Orioles 3-2. Yankees walk off with a 6-5 win over the Astros in 10 innings. Houston still has a one-game lead on Seattle for the AL West lead as the Mariners also lost, falling to the Rangers 9-5. This report is brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you will pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Ben, coming up later on tonight, it is Game 2 of the Stanley Cup Final between the Golden Knights and the Capitals now. And Eddie, we, yes. we will have a freeloaders update next hour. 
for the media, media update next. The oh, good. media freeloader update oh, good. from the Stanley Find Cup out final about in the, Vegas. Uh, the spread <laughs> yes. in Vegas. Now, the Vegas Golden Knights held a scavenger hunt uh, yesterday <laughs> to uh, give away Stanley Cup tickets for Game 2. Uh, fans were given clues. They had to run to different iconic destinations on the Vegas Strip. What could go wrong? Well, they were reportedly uh, running red lights. Uh, a brawl nearly broke out. And many are accusing the man who won of cheating because apparently he was waving down cars by uh, by flashing wads of cash uh, to get rides to the different locations where other people <laughs> were, were having to run, uh, and so he had an advantage. Or if you, uh, or he was smarter uh, and was able to win the tickets. But uh, yeah, I just watched a documentary that featured that kind of thing. It was about the bank robbery in uh, Pennsylvania or New York in Erie, uh, New York. It, it included a scavenger hunt, or yeah, the the guy the uh, the pizza bank uh, robbery. Yeah, they had a scavenger hunt. Like, the guy had to go to all these different points to find the key, but he was stopped by the police, and then the thing went off. Kaboom, that's it. He died. The whole thing. What was the name of that? I just watched it. It was a good documentary. It's on, it's on Netflix. It's pretty good. I remember the, it's the, Coop? The you pizza the bank robber? Um, I, I can't remember the name of the of the, the Netflix show. It was a good show, oh. though. Was, you know, apparently no name value. but Evil Genius. Yeah, the evil genius. Oh, I saw the ad for that. You should watch okay. it. It's pretty good. It's long. There's like four episodes, but uh, it's not bad. Three or four? Ep- I think three or four. I don't know. I think it was four. All right, Spent Mallow Show. We're coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So Adrian Peterson was on a television interview recently. This is great. Free agent running back Adrian Peterson, and he was asked by the person on television what teams he could see himself playing for in 2018. Now, here's where it gets good. Adrian Peterson, on a television interview, mentioned that he could see himself playing for the St. Louis Rams. (laughs) Keep in mind, the team left St. Louis, what, in 2016? It's now the summer of 2018, and Adrian Peterson said he, he thought he could play with Todd Gurley in St. Louis. That was his quote. You talk about a guy up, high football IQ, a man who's up on the goings-on of the NFL. That would be Adrian Peterson, AP, all day. And he'll beat your ass with a, with a switch if you don't believe him. All right, let's get to it. Here we go. Let's do it right now. Yeah, you know what time it is. Time to give away uh, possibly a golden ticket. Too much or not enough. Let's do it. It's another Ben Maller game. We've endured too many of these. Is it too much or not enough? Enough already. Too much or not enough. We say hello to our contestant from Delaware. Hello to Jacob. Hello, Jacob. Hey, Ben. How we doing? What's going on in Delaware? When are you guys going to start gambling? I mean, whenever. They got the casinos and all here, but that's about it. Yeah, but the Supreme Court made the ruling. What are we waiting for? Let's get on it. There's bets to be made, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah, I mean, don't leave the people down. This is what the Supreme Court ruled here. We need to we need to gamble. Well, what do you do for a living, Jacob? I drive a bread truck. Yeah, what's what kind of bread are we talking about? Are we talking what what's the most popular bread that comes out of the bread truck? Well, I deliver Thomas's muffins and bagels and uh, Enemy's cake, so that it's all that oh, stuff. Oh, those cakes, man. Yeah. Nice. Solid. All right, well, good luck, Jacob, here. It's too much or not enough. You go five for five. We'll name the game after you. We'll give you two golden tickets. But all you have to do is get three out of five right to win. 
All right, here we go. Question one. The New York Yankees have won eight games this season when trailing entering the ninth inning. Is that too much or not enough for the Bronx Bombers? That is not enough. He says not enough. Is he right? Trauma built. Uh, no, too much. Uh, Yankees have won five games. When trailing. Hey, it's only you know, it's late May. We're not even in June yet, but uh, ninth most in the major leagues for the Yankees. Oh, and by the way, Ben, yes, this is the uh, this is the Inca Terror. Oh, uh, that's right, game. The Inca Terror went five for five last week. Right now, he's working on a theme song for the show, but he went five for five last week. He gave away both golden tickets, ironically, to female callers. How about that? Yeah. All right. Well, you're 0 for 1 here, Jacob the Breadman from Delaware. We move on to question number two. Brandon Marshall has had four seasons with 100 or more receptions. The latest member. That's not enough. Not enough. Oh, he says he's very confident that's not enough. Is he right? That is correct. Good job by you. Marshall's had six 100 reception seasons and zero playoff receptions. Most uh, receptions, uh, most most 100 plus reception seasons. In NFL history. Question worked out for him well. Yeah, exactly. Uh, question number three. This will be the ninth time that LeBron has been in the NBA Finals. He has been an underdog in five of them. Is that too much or not enough? That's too much. You sure about that? 50% sure. Uh, he's 50% sure. You want to stick with that answer? That is not enough. Oh, he's changing it to not enough. All right. You want to stick with that answer? I'll stick with that. <laughs> All right. Is he right? Yeah, you got it right. Good job by you. Actually, you were right. Yeah, well, I was right. Yeah, I talked him into it. Not enough. I led you into it. Good job by you listening. Not enough. LeBron has been an underdog in seven of the nine final appearances and will be smashed like a bug against the windshield by Golden State this year. So you got two right. One more right answer, Jacob, and you win a uh, bunch of bread. Or actually, gold, a golden ticket. But anyway, you probably have as much bread as you can. Do you eat the bread? Do you have, like, leftovers at the end of the day or any of that? I do. I, do. I give bread to everybody. We, uh-huh. it's, that's how it goes at this job. Nice. You're like the Santa of bread. All right, here we go. Question number four. There are three players in NBA history that have won more than three finals MVP awards. Is that too much or not enough? That's not enough. He says, not enough. He's pretty confident. Is he right for the win? Oh, too much. Only Michael Jordan has won more than three finals MVPs. Uh, LeBron will be going for his fourth this year. We should should point out that they only started giving out that award in 1969. Uh, Okay. All right, last question. It comes down to this. Moment of truth. Justin Verlander, the spitballer of the Astros, has six starts. Allowing one earned run or fewer. Is that too much or not enough for the ace of the Astros? Uh, I'm going to go too much. You sure about that? Uh, we'll, uh, we'll, go, we'll go with too much. You sure? All right. I couldn't talk him out of it. Is he right for the win? Oh, boo. Not enough. You made it to the finish line, but you didn't cross. You're like Chris Paul. Uh, Nine, the number nine for Justin Verlander. We like you, though, Jacob. We have a nice parting gift. We'll give you a lifetime supply of nothing and a trip to nowhere. (laughs) All right, buddy. All right. Thank you, Jacob. 
Have, a, have a good day. All right, there he goes, Jacob in Delaware, the bread man. Got to the very. I tried to talk him into it. He wouldn't listen. I got him one time. To, I got him once, but I couldn't get him a second time to do it. Uh, the the motivation, the uh, the manipulation, rather. Uh, not quite there. We'll press on Tinderoni Tips. Get that Periscope app ready. You can check out the inner workings of the studio here. Eddie on FSR. Eddie on FSR on the Periscope app. We will get to that. Danny G is giving out some relationship advice. We'll do it next. The only thing better than listening to the Ben Maller Show live on the radio is to hear it again at your convenience on demand. The Ben Maller Show podcast is moving up the charts, unless it's not. Support our little radio show by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes and giving us five stars. It'll help keep the show growing and pacify our bosses. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. All right, let's do it. Here we go. Hit the button. Tinderoni tips. In a bit of a dry spell, Tinder guru Danny G is here to help. If you have a romantic query and you are under the age of 50 and you're not freaky or disgusting, please give us a call. And away we go. It's Tinderoni tips. Each and every week at about this time, Danny G is going to make his way into the main studio. We're also live on the Periscope app, Eddie on FSR. You can check out the inner workings of the studio, the main studio here. We're live on the Periscope app. And Danny G's walking in here with actual questions from actual listeners like yourself. A very exciting moment. When I, you hear that? I've got the paper right there. There's actual paper. You're just like Johnny Carson. Oh, so that was a Limbaugh move, right? Just like that. There you go. All right, uh, Danny G. These yeah, are yeah. You happy good? hump yes. day. All yeah. right, happy hump day to you. Uh, Jose on Twitter writes in and says, My girlfriend keeps hinting around for a ring. <laughs> uh, what should I do? She wants a ring. Anytime she starts hinting around for a ring, you counter that by hinting around for a threesome. Oh, yeah. So, okay, I, yeah. I, you want something? I want something. Yeah. Or take, take her to the pawn shop and say, knock yourself out. Go ahead. <laughs> Whatever you that'll, want. that'll probably stop her hinting. It might. It might. Uh, T-Bones. <laughs> For a week. T-Bones in Oregon says, why does it seem like my Tinder is really hot or really cold? I, You know, I was talking to uh, Wrong Button Bob, actually, the other day. Oh, is he back on Tinder? No, he's not. He's, he's Tell his not, wife he's, about that, yeah. He's happily right. married. But he was asking me some stuff about Tinder, and I told him it seems like women can smell success. And I'm not just talking money. I mean success as far as what's going on with the women around you. So, in other words, they can smell it on you. If they How do know, you smell it on a phone? No, they know. They know if you're hot, if you're on a hot streak. Like you're all in yeah. picks. They know. Yeah. And if it's crickets and tumbleweeds and there's no women around, there's really no women around. So it seems to one extreme or the other. So that's just, just how Tinder rolls. Well, maybe it depends on what picture you put up there. I don't know. Uh, David on Twitter writes in, it's Tinderoni Tips with Danny G Radio. David says, I went away for the weekend with a new prospect and she got upset that I locked the bathroom door. She said that <laughs> she wants to share everything. Nothing near the toilet. Uh, that I want to share. Who's being weird here? Yeah, you she is to... being weird. Yeah. I mean, especially when you first start dating somebody, starting to date someone, you don't want them around while you're, you know, 
drop in number two. You, that's that's uncomfortable. Yeah. Plus, that's a bad job by her. You, you got to be secretive that you're going through a guy's like medicine cabinet and all that. So you can't just put it out there like that, right? Well, she, we know that when people do that. Well, it they, sounds like she wanted to walk in while he was in there busy. That's oh, is just, that right? Yeah, that's too much. That's, on, wow. that's a backpack we call them. When a girl wants to be next to you during everything. She wants some popcorn. And, uh, <laughs> Listen, yeah. uh, a female friend of mine, for the first year she was dating her now fiance, she would drive down the street to a Burger King to use the bathroom whenever she had to go number two. Wow. Because she didn't want to do that around him. So yeah. she's being the weird one here, David, not you. What's your move, though? Like if you're in a hotel room. Yeah, and like it's close. in Vegas. To the I, bed. I go to the lobby. I'm a lobby guy. <laughs> I like the I like the lobby bathroom at the hotel. I don't, the, the hotel. Well, what bathroom, do you say? Like, you're going to go down to the ATM? Yeah, or? I'm going to walk around a little bit, get a little without the you? casino. I'll be right back. Though I need to go to get some some fresh yeah. casino air. Yeah, good luck on that one. Yeah. But uh, a candle is a good move too. Pack a candle. I do that when I go pack out of town. Candle. No, I'm serious. You pack the candle. What if you, you What if you've it? got flatulence? What do you do then? Oh uh, well, you're screwed then. Yeah, you got to go to the lobby. <laughs> right? If you got flatulence, you go to the lobby. I guess. Then you got to find an excuse to go to the lobby then. Yeah. Tell her you're going to go down there and shop some, get something. For oh, her. yeah. Lie. It's, a, it's a surprise. Lie. Yeah. yeah. I'm getting some get toilet. Bring you back some toilet well, paper. Well, no, the surprise is I didn't <laughs> fart in the room. That's the surprise. <laughs> if I had stayed in the room, I would have. All right. Brandon <laughs> on Twitter writes in his Tinderoni tips with Danny G. Brandon writes in and says, my girl loves the outdoors. And he says, I love Vegas. What's a good compromise ah. for our time off this summer? Uh, what, so you go to Vegas, then take a here, helicopter? Here you go. No, no, and I've actually been there. Go to Vegas for a couple of days, and yeah. then you go to Zion National Park for a couple of days, which is just a couple hours outside of Vegas. Isn't like it's, two or a, three hours past Vegas? It's a beautiful there. national park. It's not that far from Vegas. Actually, one of my neighbors went to the Zion, to Zion? on the holiday weekend. Yeah. Oh, Zion, they have this water trail that you can do. you got to wear some water shoes, Oh, okay. and uh, you have a shoes, big yeah. stick. Well, I have that, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what we heard back kinda in your person, dating days. Kind of personal. <laughs> talk about that on the air, Dan. A little embarrassing. Uh, yeah. Zion National Park is the way to go there. All right, here's a, a new study. This is not one of your uh, questions. A, uh, online dating lowers self-esteem and increases depression. That's according to a new, new study. You buying that, Danny? Wasn't there a study last week that said people, women go on there yeah, for, for their self-esteem? <laughs> What's up with that? I hate these. some of these Every week studies. there's a new study. Yeah, it discounts the study from the week before. Yeah. I mean, so which is it? Well, I think it's, it's I think it's bad for men's exactly self-esteem. Exactly, men's self-esteem. <laughs> right? Yeah, yes. I think because, you know, that, that is the, the, the theater the women dominate everything. I mean, women control everything. In well, that. I think we were right on last week when we said for a three to five, you, you know what I mean? That, that it makes sense. Because you gotta, you gotta feel like oh, maybe some guys think I'm a six, so that that'll help. But the girls that are eight to tens, they don't need that. Yeah. Uh, here's another study, real quick. Danny says the uh, the 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 height, the most attractive height for men and women is five foot eight. How the hell is that? Ben, we five all know. Foot eight? We all know it's five ten with a badunka dunk. Well, made that famous over the years there, Danny G, <laughs> with that amazing dating advice, day after day after day after day, right? A wild and wacky roller coaster ride. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 
15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. So there's a couple things that have my attention. Now, the story that's been been big overnight here that started last night has continued all night long is an NBA executive who has been outed by an anonymous source for having not one, not two, not three, not four, but five burner accounts. It couldn't happen in a better place than the Delaware Valley in Philadelphia where the 76ers who went from egomaniac Sam Hinkie, who brought this plague of trust the process to the NBA and got kicked out, got booted out, forced out by the NBA league office, and they placed the Colangelo clan in charge in Philadelphia. And Brian Colangelo uh, is the person who has been exposed as a, as a guy that loves burner accounts. And there are five of them. Colangelo and the Sixers admitted that one of them was his account but denied that he was sending out the tweets from the other accounts. Joel Embiid stopped bouncing ball basketballs off the face of guys in South Philly, and he went on Twitter and he talked about it a little bit. He loves Sam Hinkie. Uh, he worships Sam Hinkie, the old GM in Philadelphia. This uh, came from the fledgling website, The Ringer. Uh, so... A couple of quick thoughts on this. Clearly someone has a vendetta and has a, something against Brian Colangelo. It's got to be somebody that had knowledge, intimate knowledge of Colangelo doing this, which means that either Colangelo told a bunch of people this, either that, or somebody did uh, some Russian spying and uh, hacked the phone. Now, the the only way to know for sure here, Maybe I'm wrong on this. The only way to know for sure if this is actually Brian Colangelo, because he's denied a lot of it, uh, would be to get someone at Twitter, because they know where these tweets were sent from and all that. They have knowledge of it. So somebody at Twitter knows the answer. Uh, we'll, we'll see what comes of it. The The story's going to be pretty big uh, for the next day or so till the NBA finals start on Thursday night. So we'll follow that. It's a good story, though. It's such a modern stories. Wonderful. Uh, I believe that this is an infection that is all over the sports world, that Bill Belichick has a burner account right now. He's on his phone going through Twitter, the Twitter machine and all that. They're all doing. But you can't. I mean, this is a bad look, right? I mean, he was ripping NBA executives and um, I I, I hope it's all, I think it's all him. I hope it's all him because it's really good stuff. Brian Colangelo in Philadelphia who was uh, defending himself, his fashion, the whole thing. All right, now I want to push away from that, pivot away from that, and move on because we have a baseball melodrama that we must discuss. Upon further review, the Guardians of Baseball have overruled the men in blue, the umpires, Major League Baseball. There's a big controversy if you follow the inner workings of baseball in Pittsburgh, the other day, the Cubs-Pirates series, uh, there was a slide by Anthony Rizzo, the slide heard round the baseball world. He slid into the Pirates' no-name catcher, and the umpires did not rule that interference. Well, Major League Baseball said, wait a minute, oh, time out. They went back and reviewed the play in that Pirate-Cub game and said, yep, Anthony Rizzo's slide 
into the Pirates catcher should have been called interference. Now, keep in mind, the umpires at the stadium, the instant replay officials in the league headquarters in New York City, both agreed that it was not interference. But because of the outcry, baseball went back, looked at it again, and Joe Torrey, Mr. Goody Two-Shoes over there, said, oh, no, no, interference. And that didn't sit so well with Joe Madden, the Cub manager. Now, I don't know if you heard about this because a Madden – who is always afraid to talk about big issues. He always shies away. He's He's got this introverted personality, Joe Madden. Doesn't like to talk that much, but you, you might not have heard what he said. Madden called this controversy, quote, insane. Uh, those that were taking pot shots at Anthony Rizzo for the slide, the controversial slide, the Cub manager, in addition to that, said that his baseball sensibilities are under attack because of this, uh, the hippie skipper went on Sports Talk Radio in Chicago, uh, and he talked about the changing culture in the sport. Now, this is something that we've talked about, so I figured it's worthy of bringing up. Here's the quote from Joe Madden on the radio in Chicago. He said, we are training fans and commentators and who whomever to view good baseball as being bad or dirty baseball, which is really insane the Cub manager declared. So I wanted to talk about this with you. Now, clearly we know that Joe Madden has a vested interest. He's looking out for his player, Anthony Rizzo, and if the tables had been turned, it's likely that Madden wouldn't have been saying this. So you you, you have to factor that in, right? You take, that, take this with a grain of salt. But the quote there at the end that we are training fans and commentators and whoever else to view good baseball as being bad or dirty baseball, which is insane. Uh, the question is, does Joe Madden have a legitimate point? And I say yes. I, I'm right there in lockstep with the Cub manager on this one. I mean, my observation is you've got the disconnect, the demarcation, and the sissy culture. You've got all that. We'll fasten all this together, and we'll talk more about it. Now, to begin with, there is a, a clear divide, a clear disconnect in the sport of baseball. The fact that a bunch of idiots are making noise over this Anthony Rizzo slide, I find it revolting. Now, keep in mind, I got no skin in the game. I don't manage the Cubs. I'm not a Cub apologist. I don't care about the Cubs. All right, 85% of the world's working. The other 15% come out to Wrigley Field. It's a playground for the blank blanks. And I haven't spent any time concerning myself with pirate baseball. I'm offended by the pirate nickname. There are real-life pirates that are ruining people's lives, and I'm offended that that nickname in 2018 is still allowed to be used by those heathens at baseball. Don't! It's criminal. I'm triggered when I see that pirate logo. It's not right. <laughs> Shame on baseball. But anyway, I digress. I am what you call a completely objective observer. That is why you turned to me. Let me tell you what happened here. This was an aggressive slide, but not a dirty slide. Anthony Rizzo was trying to break up a double play. That has now become the sin of sins in modern baseball. Like you worship the devil. They might as well turn Anthony Rizzo's number to 666. Because of this. It's, it's, it's the most silly, 
situation you could possibly have. And in addition to that, Joe Madden. Now, I I was around him years ago when he was a coach with the Angels. He was there with, forever. We never thought he would ever leave. Uh, he was on the Angels staff for many, many years. But Joe Madden always thinks the world is out to get him, right? That's part of the act of Joe Madden. I get it. But in this situation, he's got a case. You know who is responsible for this plague on baseball? The New York Metropolitans. They're the ones that screwed up a game that had been around for over 100 years. And I was at the game. I was at the game that caused the sea change in the rule book. Game three of the 2015 NL Divisional Series at Chavez Ravine. You can look it up. That was the point of demarcation. Chase Utley, not a very good player at that point, uh, was with the Dodgers. He had a hard slide in the seventh inning. He took out the Mets shortstop, Ruben Tejada. Now, Tejada was out of position. And because of his baseball incompetence, Ruben Tejada, he ended up getting trucked by one Chase Utley. And as a result of that collision, he broke his leg. Tejada broke his leg. They had to bring an ambulance onto the field at Dodger Stadium. Now, the umpires in the stadium ruled the play a legal play during the game. There was so much backlash by the New York media elite. And because it involved a New York team, the league office, and all these guys that live in Westchester County and on Long Island and Terrytown and all those places outside New York City, because all their friends were like, wait a minute, we like the Mets. This is ridiculous. There was this peer pressure. The league office overreacted, and they overcompensated after the fact. They changed the rules of the sport. And ever since that point, and it's only been a couple years. We're in 2018. That was the end of the 2015 baseball season. So it's been two full seasons and part of another one. And you are now looked upon as, again, a heathen if you slide with some gusto. Baseball has somehow created an era where they are now celebrating the passive ball player, right? The player that avoids breaking up the double play, the aggressive slide, they don't want it. And there's a bunch of knuckle-draggers on Twitter that are like, wait a minute, I don't like this either. Now, the last observation, this shaming of players who play baseball with that aggression, that passion, this is red meat for the Pussy Willow fans who love it. They can't get enough of it. They think this is the greatest thing in the world. The Anthony Rizzo slide, I, I, I challenge you to look at it. Wasn't that bad? It wasn't bad at all, in fact. But baseball has fully embraced the sissy culture that's out there today. And in in this particular sport, like many of the other sports here, uh, we want nothing to do with it. it you know, in baseball in particular, you look at the major sports here in North America, you've got the NFL Hockey, basketball, and baseball, the, the big four of the team sports, and soccer's secondary. M- most people don't pay attention to that. But the big four, right, hockey, they've tried to downplay the physicality, but still a lot of physicality in hockey. Football, they're trying to, to change that as well, but they're still you can't avoid it until you go to flag football. And even in basketball, there's no pads. These guys are gigantic, and they're running into each other. And so you do get beaten and broken in the NBA. And in baseball, there's only a couple of plays in baseball where there's physical contact. Right? The play at the plate, which they've tried to get rid of, and they've limited. The play at second base, 
Other than that, you know, you get dinged with a pitch. That's physical contact. Uh, what else? Uh, two outfielders colliding in the outfield. That's physical. What else is there? That's it. That's the only physicality in baseball, and they're trying to get rid of all of it. It's ridiculous. All right, so the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We'll take your calls, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. We welcome in Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie, Judas Garcia. I have the media itinerary from the Stanley Cup final. Media freeloaders update, Eddie. Are you prepared for this? Are you ready? You're a hockey. You could have been here. You could have been at these events. Well, I've I've, I've already taken enough days off recently. I so, understand. I understand. Know. I understand. Yeah. Understand. I would like to have gone, but just wasn't going to happen. I hear you. All right. So the Stanley Cup final schedule event. This was on Tuesday. Uh, the media they had media reception at the Beer Hoss at the Park Vegas. Three hours mm. of media freeloading at the Beer Hoss in Vegas. Now, the other day we had the Bellagio, right? It was, yeah. uh, that was a high end. Now, this seems a little more, I don't know. This uh, is more our speed here. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's check out the Beer House. It's uh, the Beer House Vegas Strip. Uh, let's look at the menu here. It's got a decent review on Yelp, but I don't usually go by Yelp. Uh, let's see here the menu. I'm scrolling down, page down to the menu. Looks like kind of frou-frou, actually. This is not this is not the uh, the mom and pop shop. They have spit roasted pork sandwich. Does okay. that do anything for you? Yeah, I like slow that. roasted shaved beef sandwich. That's more my jam. I like it. Free range chicken dinner. The media okay. could have eaten that. Free range chicken sandwich. Nah. Slow roasted pork dinner. They have beer hoss brats. There we go. The city dog. Hot links. The media enjoying some hot links. Oh, here's a good. Hot nuts. Now, here's a good side dish. Warm pretzel with beer cheese dip. Put me down. I'm in. Put me down, coach. I'm ready to go. That A nice, big, soft pretzel with the beer cheese dip. Is it, that's, that's being alive, man. You don't want to miss that. I mean, that's, that's part of life. That's one of the joys of life, right? Even vegetarians can eat that. Uh, what else do we have? A beer house cob. Oh, that's cob salad. Who wants that? They've got red velvet whoopie pie for whoopie pie Blair. Oh, look at that. Ben Wagner. Something called Bye Felicia, which is a vanilla sprinkle ice cream with a sugar cookie. Bye Felicia. Yeah. Uh, fried pickles. You can get that as well. A bunch of other stuff here. That's at the park where the media was freeloading. Bok, 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 chicken. Yeah. That's that's one thing I, I will not eat fried. There's a lot, many things I will eat fried, but- uh, What's that? Pickles, no. Yeah, I'm not none of that. Uh, but wait, there's more. Here's the uh, schedule of events here on Wednesday. Uh, again, noon to 2 p.m., pregame uh, Stanley Cup final, game two media meal at the Bellagio Hotel and Casino. Credential is required. Harvest Restaurant again. So they're back at the Harvest Restaurant. But it says here $10 charge applies cash only Boo. for the pregame media meal, Eddie, at the T-Mobile Arena, the dining tent adjacent to the media workroom if you're going in the media. Uh, so they've got that, and I'm told, Eddie, by a source, no post-game hospitality. It's all pre-game. No post-game hospitality room at the Stanley Cup Final. How about wow. that? Ours was post-game. Yeah, it was and all about it, man. It you was know why? Great. I think they we, we stayed there so long 
they were like, you know what, God, we got to get these people out of here. They're eating us out of house was, and home. It was a grazing situation is what it was. Yeah. There was grazing going on. I was like, oh, I'm going to have a nice Chinese dinner. Let me wait about 40 minutes. Then I'll get a Mexican dinner. Then I'll come back and I'll have some, uh, some burgers and uh, a little Italian. Yeah, People were leaving with doggy bags oh, of yeah. food. It was great. By the way, really quick, a chicken update. We have a chicken update from Danny G. On uh, Tinderoni Tips Overtime on Periscope, we were talking about our Raising Cane's gift cards. Yes. N- the one in Rancho is not built yet. They're coming to Rancho and Ontario, California. Oh, but not yeah. done yet. Downey, California is the one closest to where I live. So That'll take about five hours in traffic. <laughs> Boo. I, I want to say I've never eaten Raising Cane's yet. It is a life-changing experience. But you, they're like all over Vegas, and they started in Baton Rouge and uh, parts of Texas and Oklahoma. Man, it's a good chain. I was trying to invest in it, but I don't think you can invest in it. I don't think, they're, uh, I don't think they've gone uh, public yet. I don't think they've done that. Anyway, it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We'll take your calls, and you can be part of all of this at 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. The Ben Maller Show audience Flexing their muscles. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. You can't lick your own elbow, travel at light speed, or sneeze with your eyes open. However, you have the power to increase the audience of the Ben Maller Show. Tweet, Instagram, and Facebook post about the show. Don't be bashful. Tell your friends and family about our distinct program to help add new listeners like yourself. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. We will have Password, the word game of the stars, coming up later in the hour, and the Maller Militia flexing their muscle. We'll get to that coming up here in a little bit as well. To the phones we go, we say hello to Mark. we got to give him a nickname. He's in Southern California in West Covina. I'm, I'm assuming you don't want to be called Fruity Pebbles or Cocoa Puffs <laughs> or anything like that. That's probably offensive to you, yes? Yeah, kind of, but nah, it's, it's all right. You guys, you guys can make up a nickname for me. I'll take it, whatever it is. Oh, really? Okay. I'll take it all, out. All right, all right. Hold on a second. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, Maller Militia, our friend Mark in West Covina, California, he would like a nickname. You know what to do. Send your nicknames in. Well, we we got to still learn more about them. What, what are your favorite teams? Well, my favorite, well, of course, all the L.A. teams, Rams. Clippers. The Dodgers, the Clippers. Lakers, Clippers. of course the Lakers. Clippers. Yeah, all right, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Clippers are the top team in the NBA in L.A. for the last, like, five years. So, uh, Clippers. Oh, no, that's accurate. Look at the record. Uh, yeah, all right. So, the Clip- you're a Clipper fan. Uh, all right, and, Mark. You, you, uh, and, of course, the Kings. You have, like, seven dogs, and you uh, have a big truck. Am I right? Yes? Yeah, you're right. You're right. All right. There you go. All right. Very good. Hey, um. I was going to ask you guys, for, for, for the football season, for the rookie quarterback, who do you guys got? Who should I put my money down on? Well, what kind of bet are you making? What's, what's the well, wager? What are you doing here? Well, just, 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 a, little, just a little Vegas bet. Who's going to have the, going on who, out there? Who's gonna have the most? Well, you got to be more specific. Who's going to win the most games? Who's, who's going to have the most passing gonna, yards? Who's I mean, going to have the most best season? The, well, you know, the, the best – Means as good as all the rest. The best season, the the no seriously, the, the in advertising, the definition best means as good as all the others in that particular category. That's why you have a million best sandwiches and all that. Uh, okay. But listen, I, I I'm not gonna sit here and change my my stance here. I was all about Baker Mayfield. I'm on Team Baker. 
the touchdown maker for the Cleveland Browns. So I'm going to die on that that hill with Baker Mayfield. That's my guy. I'd say Josh Rosen in Arizona. Yeah, he's uh, he's a, he's a schmuck, but yeah, you can go with him. Uh, Sam Darnold with the Jazz. We got options, but I'm going. Ba- I'm going top pick Baker Mayfield. Done. All right, all right. Well, I'm gonna have to go make some bets then. Uh, all right, all right. Thank you. All right, there he goes. Uh, all right, be good. There you go. The dogs are barking. The Texas trucker is next. Hello, Texas trucker. Hey, what's up? Man? How you doing tonight? If I was any better, that Rocket fan wouldn't have weaseled out of sending that pizza pie over here that we were promised. If the Rockets didn't win, we had a bet. The guy didn't pay up. Yeah, I heard about that. There's one thing I got to tell you about these Houston fans, man. And they have got to be the most delusional fan base in all of sports. Uh-oh. I drive all around Texas all night long, and nobody can even tell you one person who plays on the Houston Rockets team. <laughs> and these are people living in Texas. The only people who gave a rat's behind about anything about the Houston Rockets are people that live in Houston. Yeah. Well, listen, I, I I don't know if you're right or not. All I know is we had a lot of people for the last couple of weeks who were very excited about the Rockets. They called up with Rocket propaganda, and now many of them have vanished. The guy that made the bet, he chickened out like a weasel. He, uh, there's no pie. Two days later, still no pie. What's up with that? I don't know, man. That's just a typical Rockets fan. i got to give Chris and Houston props that he's still calling in, even after getting yeah. that pounded that he took from the Warriors. Yeah, well, yeah. Chris actually missed seven of those three-point shots in the second half there. He missed seven. So the Ro- the Rockets only missed 20. Chris missed seven of them. So, oh, yeah. man. Yeah, crazy. All right, well, thank you. Uh, good, uh, good annihilation of your fellow Texans there. Uh, thank you, Texas trucker. So the Ben Maller Show, the power of the Maller Militia. And if you want to play Password, and we'll give you a little extra time here. People like that bit. They want to hear more of it. So call right now, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. We'll get to all that. But first, from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, we'll get the latest from Eddie Garcia. Well, then the NBA Finals will get underway tomorrow with uh, Game 1 in Oakland. Warriors taking on the Cleveland Cavaliers for a fourth year in a row. As far as injury news involving the two teams, Cavs forward Kevin Love remains in the concussion protocol. He's questionable for Game 1 of the final. He missed Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Final because of that injury. And Warriors forward Andre Iguodala, who missed the last four games of the Western Conference Final, also questionable with a bone bruise in his leg. In NBA news, Philadelphia 76ers and coach Brett Brown reportedly agree on a three-year contract extension. In baseball games of note, the Braves walk off with a 7-6 win over the Mets. Atlanta has a half-game lead on Washington for the NL East top spot. Nationals got by the Orioles 3-2. Ten innings for the Yankees to walk off with a 6-5 win over the Astros. Houston still has a one-game lead on Seattle for the AL West lead as the Mariners also lost to the Rangers 9-5. This report is brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Ben, I don't know if you saw this, but of course we've talked about players like Tom Brady and Le'Veon Bell missing OTAs, but what about Chiefs right guard Laurent Duvernay-Tardif? He, what? He's missing OTAs. That's a mouthful. Yeah. 
Uh, Who? But that kid hated his name when he was a kid. Well, right? he's missing yeah. OTAs though because he's graduating from medical school. I oh, love. Really? I love how the story points out that he'll be the first active NFL player to hold a medical degree. I'm wow. a doctor. No kidding. Uh, but my favorite part of the story is he claims yeah. he has petitioned the NFL to have on the back of his jersey Duvernay Tardif. MD. Really? Yes. Oh, that's actually kind of cool. Do you? What are the odds that the NFL will allow him to do that? I'll set the odds. I want to say there's a thirty percent. Really? Chance. That's yeah. pretty high. Because you know how yeah. they are with uh, I, I, anything I, involving the uniform. Roger Goodell. He uh, he hired that PR consultant to change his image. Yeah, it's worked so well here this offseason. But he had. Uh, Remember, they, they changed the, the celebration. You got Duck, Duck, Goose from the Vikings last year and all the different celebrations. So I could, I could see it. Now, I have a story to, to, to try to, you know, it's a spitting match to try to one-up you, Eddie. All right. I have a story to one-up you. Uh, the latest doctor in the NFL, not that guy, happened Tuesday night at Baylor College of Medicine. Did you see this story? No, I did not. You did not. A man who never promotes himself. J.J. Watt has picked up an honorary doctorate degree from Baylor College of Medicine, and he addressed the school on Tuesday night in Houston, and he tweeted out a photo. He said, I've had a lot of dreams in my life, but not even I dreamt that I could one day become a doctor. Do, we, does, do you actually get to be called? You don't get to be called a doctor with an honorary degree, right? He's just goofing around. Well, what do you, you get you with that? You can call yourself that. I want one. I know you do. I'd like one. Can I get one? How, what do I have to do out to get there one? That uh, yeah. would be willing to do it. Yeah. I'm all for it. I what do I, I'll travel anywhere within reason uh, for for that, right? I think that'd be. I go to the Philippines. I'll, I don't know. You name it, I'll go there. I'm all about it. Well, we, make we do up. have a listener who goes by the name of Doc. That didn't really work the, out well for him, You got the Doc. Might not been, want to do that. Been two years in jail in That's Chicago. Right. And was banned by the state of Illinois from calling our show. Very proud of that. How many other radio shows have had listeners banned from calling the show? You know, Any show, for that matter. Yeah, only yeah. this one. Uh, yeah, so that's my, ne- that's my next thing on my bucket list. I have to get an honorary doctorate. What would you want more, the doctorate or a camel? Do I have to give a speech, though? Because I don't really want to do it. Yeah, a you speech. would have to give a speech. Really? Yeah, I think so. Could it be a short speech? No. Could I tweet it out? No, they need to fill time. Oh, really? Damn. I want a camel. What if I went online and bought an honorary degree? Could somebody buy me an honorary degree online and send it to me? How about that? Cut out the middleman? Uh, we are coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. On your car insurance, just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Our friend Mark in West Covina, some of the nicknames coming in. Uh, Van says, how about Serial Caller Mark? Serial Killer Mark is another one. (laughs) Mangy Mutt Mark from Just Josh. Uh, We have that. I think he meant mangy. Oh, did I I read that wrong or he spelled it wrong? Uh, Three Dog Night Driver. uh, That's from Sean. That's his idea. Any of these stand out? Anything good here? Do we like I think, we, I think we can do better. Bark personally. in the Park Mark from Just Josh. Honey Nut Cheerio. That was a nickname given. 
Mark the full dog guy. How, how about the bitch call the bitch hauler? <laughs> the bitch hauler. Yeah. That's not bad. The bitch hauler. Can we say that? I mean, I know it's about you dogs. Could have been nineteen ninety eight. I don't know about uh, twenty eighteen though, Eddie. I don't yeah. think you could. I just said. dumped you. Yeah. So what are you, uh, Roseanne Barr over there? What's going on with you? How dare you? Uh, uh, anyway, so it's uh, the Ben Maller show on Fox. The power of the listener of this show. You know, we're just a dopey overnight show. What are we? we have no power here in radio. You only have muscle if you're on between six a.m. and six p.m. We're not. So we have no juice. We have no muscle. But we do have some influence. Now, we told you the story. Yesterday, uh, I did one of my award-winning live commercial reads for Sleep Number. And Trucker Joe from Memphis said, I got an idea. He said, why not have Sleep Number make special beds to fit the cab of a truck? Those big 18-wheelers you see all over the place. And so I tweeted that out, and I tagged Sleep Number in it, and the people at Sleep Number, they listen. They listen to their customers. They listen to their potential customers. They responded, not a bad idea. They're going to pass that feedback to the people that make these decisions at Sleep Number, and hopefully, if everything goes well, you know, they, they all agree to it, all the, the management types over at Sleep Number, eventually we will be able to do live commercial reads for beds that would fit the cabin of those trucks. I, why not? It makes all the sense in the world, right? These guys are in their trucks all the time. They're sleeping. They're you know going from city to city there. Why not make it as comfortable as possible? It's a no-brainer, right? And then you'll have one in your Maller mobile? Well, that's my job when I lose this job. I mean, I'm going to be joining you on the roads of America. I will, that's my backup. It was either shopping cart guy at Costco and if that doesn't work out, if Costco won't hire me, then I will become a truck driver. 18-wheeler, life on the road. Truck stop to truck stop. I'll get some overalls. I'll be good to go. I want to see you back up an 8-wheeler. Oh, I could, I, eight, you mean 18-wheeler, I think you mean. Right? Or, yeah. or an 8-wheeler. I'd be fine. I'm, I'm a great. I have <laughs> or a, a dually truck, for the, that matter. See, what you don't know, and I learned this from watching The Simpsons, those trucks drive themselves. Those 18-wheelers, yeah, right. you just put it on autopilot. They all have backup cameras. You're fired. All those trucks have backup cameras. I learned all about that. All right, now let's get to the game here. You want to play the game? Let's play the game. We got to play the game. Hit the button right there. That, yeah. Attention, everyone. And the password is password. You idiot. Password, the word game of the stars. Here's Ben Maller. That it is, Password, the word game of the stars. We'll welcome in our celebrity contestants, unless they're not celebrity contestants. Let's see, who do we have playing this week on Password, the word game of the stars? We say hello to Dave in Cincinnati. Hello, Dave. How's it going today, Ben? Top of the morning to you, Dave, as our old friend uh, Helmet Man used to say when he called the show. And D- Dave, now, what do you do there in Cincinnati? Paper delivery. Oh, yeah. You've called before, right? Yeah. Yeah, I recognize your voice. You have a very distinctive cadence to you. Yeah. Yeah, what can I say? I'm a game show whore. Get in line. There's a long line there. All right, well, hold on, Dave. You will be playing, and we also have Mark in Southern California in Redondo. Hello, Mark. Hello, Big Ben. How are you doing? And the fellas. Mark, if I was any better, I'd be in Redondo, but I'm not. I'm in Sherman Oaks is where I'm hanging out here. Yeah. Yeah. Is it raining up there? It's raining down here. Hold it's on not supposed to rain in California. Nah, it's not raining in Sherman Oaks. It was Oaks. a slight drizzle. Yeah. 
Unless that's a homeless guy spitting out there. It might be it might be that. But no, I don't think it's raining. Uh, what do you do there, Mark in Redondo? Tell the guy in Beaver Dam what you do for a living. He's dying to know. I have called before. Yeah. I drive a tanker truck with liquid nitrogen. I just got off work. Nice. All right. Yeah, I do remember that. Okay. Hold on a sec, Mark. We have Mark. And uh, let's see, Dave, who do you want to partner up with, Dave? You can play with me, Ben, Eddie, Danny G, or the Coop Dalu. Well, I'm going to go with the Coop because you know what he says about his people pick him. You know, happy 420. Uh, yeah. How much weed have you smoked today? All right, hold on a sec. And Mark, who would you like to partner up with, Mark? I had Coop last time, and he was brutal. Sorry, Coop, but I'm going <laughs> to go with Edmund Dallas. Steamboat Willie. Come on All now. right. Uh, there it is. That's the matchup. We'll have Password, the word game of the stars. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. Almost all talk shows sound the same after a while. Think of us as a sports talk oasis from the mundane. The Ben Maller Show Facebook page is our own unique meeting place with over 2 billion of our closest friends, most of whom ignore us. Please take a second to like our page. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Well, late breaking news here, Eddie, on the Freeloaders Hockey Update. We're going to play Password here in a moment, but I failed to report. Bad job by me. My source tells me that media day at the Stanley Cup final with Vegas hosting Washington was said to be, quote, incredible, all-you-can-eat Shake Shack. Several other restaurants on the Strip brought food, and also I am told that even the most hardened, curmudgeon hockey media were said to be blown away with the spread that was available at media day for the Stanley Cup final. We'll keep you updated. No other shows giving you the kind of updates on the NHL freeloaders up uh, media uh, feast that's going on. But let's good let's, for them. I yes. Guess. Uh, they're missing out on I this. Wish Let, we were there. I know. So do I. I kind of want to watch the, I got a, I got double header duty, Eddie, but I kind of, I want to watch the Stanley Cup. I'm going to watch game two. I'm going to check it out. Good. And, yeah. All right, let's get to the game. Here we have Koopa Loop and Dave in Cincinnati, the game show whore, and Mark in Redondo who drives a explosive tanker truck teamed up with Eddie. All right, gentlemen, 10 words on the board. Each word is worth 10 points. For every incorrect guess, we take a point away. Dave, you're on the line first. Pick a number one through 10 for Coop. Let's go to number 10. Go ahead, Koopa Loop. All right, Dave, let's go with. Take your time. Surge. Hmm. Five seconds. Electricity. Yeah. Oh, got it. Wow. Oh, nice. Got it. Nice. Nice. Like that. 10 nothing. I did Coop. not think you would get it from Coop that clue. takes the lead. Mark, go ahead. You got okay. one through nine. What do you got? Let's go with four. All right, number four. Um, the password is painter. Artist. Yes. Yeah, wow. Nice. We got a good one. Nah, it's not that good. Sorry. Okay. Uh, I wonder, I wonder why he thinks that. I don't know. It's weird. It's average. All right, back to it's you, Dave. Boring, actually. One through three <laughs> or five through nine. Number one. Don't be quoting me. <laughs> All right. So leave me out of this. Got to get you involved somehow. Yeah. Number one. Oh, man. 
All right. Um, let's go. With... I love the sense of urgency that Coop's play. He plays with it. Go ahead. <laughs> let's go with uh, peroxide. Alcohol? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mark, the keep, password. Yeah, now, keep in mind, though, Coop's had this word on the board for weeks. I don't know why, but he keeps putting this on the board. <laughs> right. because it hasn't been picked yet. I know what it is now. <laughs> uh, Mark, the password is whiten. Say that again. Whiten. Racist. Uh, bleach. That's right. All right, eight points, I believe. So 18 to 10. That's nine. Was it nine? Yeah. So there's some yeah. high quality clues. Nah, who cares? Nine, fine, whatever. 19 to 10 is the score. Eddie and Mark take the lead and in this rather monotonous edition of oh, Pass Week. Yeah. All right, no, so jealous. Because there's no maller, I know. Maller maneuvers, that's why. There's no, so predictable. Uh, there's nothing charming about it. There's no uh, nothing no big uh, charismatic. No, there's no character. There's, there's, nothing, no, there's no whining. There's nothing captivating no, about no the game. That's what I'm saying here. No cheating. The ratings are going down, but let's continue. <laughs> uh, I'm lost now after all that. Is it go back to Mark? Yes. Okay. Yes. Mark two. Uh, number five, please. Oh, number five. You oh, knew right away what he wanted. All right. Number right five, away. Mark. The password is squash. Crush. That's right. Yeah. This guy is amazing. Wow. <laughs> 29 to 10. The blowout oh, is on. The clue, it is a blowout. Right. We should just okay. end the game Thank right you, now. Mark. You're very good. It's over. We're beating Dave, We're belaboring the point here. Two, three, or six through nine? Number seven. Go ahead, Coop. Number seven. All right. You guys need this. All right. Let's go with. Appropriate word. <laughs> uh, let's go with. A lot of heavy breathing going on by one of you idiots. On. All right, go ahead. Destroy. Demolish. I don't yeah. Know. Wow. Uh, what is going right. on here? Uh, Twenty. <laughs> Twenty-nine to twenty is the score. We go. We back have not had a missed them. word yet. Wow. Well, there actually was. It was. You know, no, you I'm saying nine. we haven't had a word that yeah, hasn't been guessed. Out, yeah. 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 Mark, still two, early. Two, oh, three, six, or eight or nine. Let's go two, please. All right, number two. Uh, the password is. Oh, this is easy. Yeah, you would think, but uh, let's oh, see. Oh, there's one word. You get it right away. Password oh, is. Come on, Eddie. Come on, Eddie. Nightmare. There you go. Nightmare. Oh, come on. Dream. That's yeah, right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Whew. Come on. 39. Slow playing it. 39. Oh, you for, dra- for drama. Okay. It's right. a Maller <laughs> maneuver right there. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Dave, three, eight, or nine? Three. Number three, he says. Oh. E, Z. I would think so, too. All right. Let's go with Bloom. <laughs> Blossom. Oh my! Oh my! Party foul! He no. blew it. He pulled a Chris Paul to and a you clo- Darvish to close it out. Mark bouquet. Nice for drama. Hang it Come up. on, go ahead. Hurry up. Say that. 
Say that again. Bouquet. Oh, flowers. That's there right. Boom. Wow. Wow. What is that? Good 49. Game. No, uh, 48 no. points. That was a horrible game. 48. Well, that's what oh, you get, man. Dave. That may, be a, uh, that may Dave. be a password record. You should have picked no, me a schmuck. You, has Mahler ever got 49? No, I don't so think so. Double no. nickels is my record. That's the all-time know. most points. Double nickers. So you say. Double nickels against Greg Bergman. <laughs> uh, oh, that doesn't count all Bergman. Time, I mean, yeah. Come on. I have the all-time like wins in password. I have the highest-scoring <laughs> game in the history oh, okay. of password. Congratulations, Mark. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.